Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. Hold on the coach, you know that my Doja Kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. You Niggas are. Do Of course, uh, that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, March 7th, 2018. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And, uh,. I am joined per usual uh, by my good bu- my good pal uh, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what to do? What is going on, man? Hey, not too much, man. Uh, how are things? Things are well. Things are well. Good to hear. Uh, we've got. Uh, I didn't mean to rush, man. My fault. You didn't do what? Oh, no, no. My, okay. uh, my, my neighbor would get out of his car. I kicked him out of the spot. <laughs> you already at the crib? I am. Just cool, oh, damn. Okay, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, Cam's here. I'm here. Let me uh, go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh, if you want to call into the show and talk to the two of us, uh, you got to hit us up uh, on the Constellation line. Give us a call at 347 347- Two oh two oh one oh three. Uh once again that's three four seven two oh two oh one oh three. Uh if you can't call us for whatever reason, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh hit us on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast audio show at gmail dot com we've got uh we've got a couple of non v i p emails in so yeah so uh so get your emails in we'll be uh reading reading those throughout the show again east coast audio show at gmail dot com uh twitter twitter's another way to get at us you can find the show at east coast cast Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And uh, you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And, uh, yeah, we got some conversation going on over there with the poll this week. And, uh, yeah, so get at us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, at Trav Lord, at Seahawk. Uh, in the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Torch, East Coast Cast. Uh, if you got an article or a meme or something fun to share, share it there. East Coast Audio Show. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, PW Torch, East Coast Cast. Just go to Facebook, search East Coast Cast. You know how the damn thing works. Um, yeah, any shouts out this week? Um, yeah, no, no likes this week. So, uh, so yeah, go uh, find the page, like it, 
tag your uh, wrestling pals on it, and uh, yeah, spread the love that way. Uh, so yeah, Cam, um, what's uh, how do we start things off? You got some poll results, headlines. What we got? Yeah, I think we'll go with polls. We have um, polls that end in a few minutes, but I think uh, we got a pretty good, pretty good sample size of how things are going to look. Um, the first poll was, you know, who wins the WWE Championship match at Fastlane? Um, 87% say AJ Styles, 13% say the field. So AJ seems to be the, uh, the popular choice there, and, and it makes makes sense outside of very few instances like, uh, you know, Eddie Brock at No Way Out and, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt in the Elimination Chamber. Um, we typically, you know, if you're champion – um, through December, typically you're going to be champion going to WrestleMania for the most part. So that kind of stayed where it is. Um, and then the second, the second poll, um, and this is just something I got from uh, you know people's reaction to this. You know, Hillbilly Jim is going to be the latest inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame, and my poll yeah. was. Be, be honest. You thought Hillbilly Jim was already in the WWE Hall of Fame, didn't you? And uh, 78% said sure did, and 22% said no, sir, I did not. So three out of four people. Yeah, that's, uh, um, that was, that's, that's was about how I thought that poll would go. I, I, he is one of those guys that, you know, it's like, how didn't he get in in, like, the 96 one? Or, or, or. You know, one of those initial, one of those first five or ten that were done in in the nineties. But, but yeah, he's uh, here. He is the to, to. I am assuming he's the last, the last inductee. They have. Uh, is he the fifth act? Goldberg, Dudley's Ivory, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have anybody international yet. You know, typically we do have somebody obscure. Uh, yeah, no Mexican, no Japanese, no like Canadian that mm-hmm. never worked for the company or anything like that, old timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got a tag team, and we got the the headliner, and we got a semi main, and we got a woman. I think that's uh, you know, I don't think you have to find an, a manager and an old, you know, an old time, you know, anything like that. I think that. That five that they have right now, again, I don't think I'm missing anybody, but um, the five acts that they have, I think that's a, that's solid. That's like really solid. I mean, that yeah. you know, you got your headlock, you're, you got your open, your curtain jerker, and hillbilly Jim, and and all the way to your 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 main event and Goldberg and everybody in between. I mean, these are how these things are built, and. Um, yeah, so I think I actually think that's it. I, 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 oh, you know what? We do get our bullshit celebrity wing Hall of Fame person because fucking oh, bitch yeah. ass Kid Rock is getting inducted. Yeah. I can't wait to, to not pay attention in uh, uh, at the Hall of Fame to his little bitch ass speech because fuck him. Yeah, um, and the thing about it, I mean he's. You know, whatever whatever you think of him as a person, and I think you and I share certain thoughts about him as a person. But I mean, he's he plays a very important part in 
uh, legitimizing the Undertaker as more than just a gimmick. Um, you know, the, so you think if, 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 if Booger Red, Undertaker, Badass, Dead Man, or yeah. what was he called? American yeah, Badass American Undertaker, American if he has different, more generic music than uh, get, uh, whatever he, Kid Rock song he had. Um, wait, didn't it, didn't Undertaker have a Limp Biscuit song? Oh, he did have Limp Biscuit. Kid Rock, Kid Rock had um, he played. He had somebody. Somebody will tell me. Yeah, I think um, he did. Maybe do a, huh? Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, yeah. Did he just do? Is his big thing the uh? Did they use his song for some videos, or let me see. Again, that's Limp Biscuit, the, the Rock Austin one. Is it all Limp Biscuit? Like Am I just confusing that that popular white? Uh, yeah, that 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 time when white guys were kind of rapping and WWE used it for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Somebody will help us. Um, yeah, I think the only thing I can see is he performed. Live at WrestleMania 25. Um, he's doing the theme song for this year's show. Wow. Um, so he's just kind of there. He's done, yeah. he's done tribute for the troops. Um, yeah, I'd rather Fred Durst be getting He did a Desire video, but not, like you said, the, the super popular one. Oh, that's about what I got. Well. Yeah, it's okay. not like they're in, you know, they're in New Orleans, so it's not like they have to have a Detroit, you know, like yeah. if it was in. Yeah, and they're in Detroit like next year. They could have waited. Yeah, they could have. And Kid Rock being booed in Detroit would be hilarious. And I think that might Oh, happen. my goodness. You know, what about Kid Rock getting booed in New Orleans? I mean, that also might happen. I'll be I booing, mean, so. They'll, you know, like, they... I don't know. They're not going to end up like Wayne or Baby. So, like, I think people will be indifferent about it. Like how Master P isn't going in for his stint uh, with the No Limit Soldiers with Swollen 4x4 is a tragedy. Uh, <laughs> that would be... Uh, Big Swole and 4x4. Think they came up with those names themselves, or was that like Vince Russo? Or no, they actually. Vince Russo has never heard anybody say "swole," so that guy's name was "swole." Uh, uh, Willis says Kid Rock's song uh, for Taker was the song "American Badass." Right. Um, I, I'm just trying to think of how that went. Like, no, yeah, it was "I Am American Badass." Uh, you know, watch me kick, you can roll with rock, or you can suck my dick. Yeah, it was Kid Rock. I'm not tripping. He did the American Badass song. Kid, American uh, Badass, dressed in black. Yeah. Hey, 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 exactly. hey. Yeah, so was, yes, I'm not crazy. Yeah, Kid Rock, he's contributed some. Yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah, because the the song, I, it, it's, it's either the, 
Limp Biscuit one that I associate with American Badass or Dead Man Walking. You done it now. You gone and made a big mistake. That Undertaker music. But yeah, maybe I'm just actively pushing Kid Rock's uh, <laughs> stuff out of my mind, which is very, very possible. I'm not mad at you. Uh, all right. So, yeah, so Kid Rock's in, or he's, yeah, he's a seal. He'll be the celebrity. So they have six acts, five legit wrestling acts, and they're a celebrity deal. And, um, and I think that's a good Hall of Fame. I mean, I, re- I remember I wrote a thing last year asking if that last year's was the last great or last, like, really good, solid Hall of Fame uh, class. We even talked about it two, three weeks ago where, where you kind of talked me into, like, oh, no, things actually will be okay the next, you know, eight, ten years when, you know, certain guys are, 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 are coming up and, yeah, or, or will be. I, I want to say qualified as if it's like baseball where you're like, well, you got to be out of the league for seven years and you got to no, know, like it's all arbitrary. Like if they, could, they could put Roman Reigns in right now if they wanted to and there would be no like, you know, like, oh, you know, hey, main event in this fifth straight WrestleMania, why, why the heck not? But uh, but I think this is a good one. I mean, this is something that you can put on TV Friday night on USA Network or on the network, and 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 it'll be fine. I don't think it's blockbuster. It's not uh, like when Scott Hall got in or when Cornette was uh, uh, inducted somebody. Like I don't think you have any of those. Like what are they going to say? Kind of kind of uh, mm-hmm. acts this year, but a solid lineup with a with a yeah, nothing too crazy. Made it better at the top in Bill in Bill Goldberg. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, as my nose is like a damn fountain. Uh, so yeah. Um, so headlines of the week. Um, what is uh, what's the, the big thing one, coming out of the last seven days? Yeah, I, I mean the other. Um the other poll, uh, again, was the uh, the WWE title match. Everybody seems to feel AJ's going to win that. Um, probably uh, the most interesting thing, like, we've been talking for maybe two months about the possibility of a Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, WrestleMania match. My question would be, are we now looking at maybe a heel Sammy versus face KO match at WrestleMania? Yeah, I, I get why. Obviously, you would, that's a, could be a question or would be a question because of the angle that that happened last night with with Sammy seemingly turning on uh, Owens and kind of going for his. Uh, I, I think that's just a temporary thing to make fast lane make that fast lane main event more interesting just to give it a little little sprinkle of something extra like why i mean i, I, mean, I would i mean does that make any sense like do all this to have well, sammy turn last think, fall just just to have a, a, a relatively decent but not like needle moving uh, uh i just don't it just seems way too uh i think, seems way too early yeah I think you're making too much sense 
or maybe not making enough sense by asking if it's going to make sense. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm thinking more in terms of we have to put all these guys on the WrestleMania card. KO and Sami Zayn, outside of AJ Styles, have been the main event of SmackDown. You know, so the idea that they're not going to have matches at WrestleMania would be kind of crazy. I mean, do you? Well, I don't. I'm, well, I don't. I, I think in the next four or five weeks, we still we get the uh, other thing ramped up, and and you know we get you know we uh, get Brian in the mix, and that tag match is still a, is still a but possibility. You, but that's the thing, like. Do you think that happens? Because we, we don't have any any information on whether Daniel Bryan can wrestle or not. That, I think that that's more what I want to get at. And, and oh, sure. was yesterday um, a sign that, you know, Daniel Bryan's not going to be ready, so we need to microwave this other thing. I think that that's more what I'm is super possible. I didn't think of it that way. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about it now. I mean, that's definitely uh, – if Brian's not in any in any shape, and they're just like, nope, this just isn't going to happen for whatever reason. If they're just completely, if it's completely a medical thing, or if they're just like, nah, we're not going to give him that boost on his way out the door this fall. You know, we're not going to put him on rest, even though it's you know six, five months, but you know, April to September. Uh, Maybe it's one of those things where they're looking to take him off TV long before his contract is up in September. Wouldn't it be you know, like he's going in June, <laughs> you know, and in this, you know, and so the last three months of his contract, he's not even on TV. But I still well, think let's say um, something at WrestleMania would lead to would lead to that. Like even if it's uh, Daniel Bryan, like could yeah. you go? Um, and they kind of have to get away from that. What if the bar comes out? Uh, the bar comes out at WrestleMania, upset that they don't have any challengers, and then Sami Zayn's music hits, and it's Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a face tag team beating the bar for the Raw tag title. What? And then going to Raw, I mean, I, I don't know what the next Yeah, next I mean, thing after after Raw, but I, I mean, right now, I like an AOP or a Sanity as the team that comes out at WrestleMania to challenge the bar. Um, I don't know if that works in front of that crowd, but, like, I, I'm, I'm well, looking at it. Well, it would be like, the crowd that do it in front of, right? Yeah. We, we have a well, – yeah, hey, no. we, we have a six-pack challenge – um, for the WWE title coming up this weekend, we had a seven-man match for the number one contender, uh, number one contendership for the Universal title at uh, at Elimination Chamber. And so, even though it's not a direct, uh, it's not a direct indictment. I'm using the word indictment in a positive sense. It's not a direct indictment or. Um, positioning of your main eventers, but potentially that's 13 people that are main eventers, um, you know, at least half of which probably don't have storylines past that title match. So that's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking about the WrestleMania card. Even if it's a six-hour show, 
that's a lot of people to put on a card that you dubbed important, for lack of a better way of saying it. So I think I'm kind of trying to get my head around, like, what happens to these people? Like, what do they do? Um, we still don't know what Braun's doing. Are you going to get Braun versus Elias? Um, you know, it seems like we know where Bray and Matt Hardy are going, even though they weren't in those matches. We know where Finn Balor and Seth Rollins are going. Uh, but, you know, does SmackDown have a bunch of guys in a U.S. title match? Do we get a money in the bank ladder match between brands? Like, what What happens? Where, where do all these people go is, is kind of what I'm thinking. Well, you still got the Andre Battle Royal, which I think I've, I've pitched, right. <laughs> uh, I think maybe just to, to rich in the VIP. But my suggestion was just have Braun in the in the – Andre Battle Royal, and he literally eliminates everybody in the match and wins it. That's a little harder to do in in a Battle Royal rather than a Royal Rumble because everyone, you know, twenty guys or whatever starts all at once. So it would it would look a little it would look ridiculous that you know because we're used to just guys getting tossed and discriminate. You know, your 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 you know Apollo Cruz types and stuff super early and just yeah. You know, so, but have him just just literally go through nineteen other guys, win that thing, and 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 that's his WrestleMania moment. Um, I don't think there's a need to try to because all his feuds are dried up. Roman Reigns, he can't wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Roman's doing something else, especially, and Elias, that nobody's going for at, at WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, you just have him. Uh, win that battle royal. Uh, Willis says on Twitter it's going to be the Young Bucks versus the Bar, so they'll be the tag team to come out. Uh, I I hope not. I don't. I don't. And I say I hope not just because I've I've said uh, just personally I'd be wrong uh, because I said the Young Bucks would, is, are never going to go to WWE. Like they're good, you know. It's. And I think we did. We added up some of the money, like the, the T-shirt stuff with Hot Topic or whoever would have to, you know, stop. I don't think they'd get a special contract where they'd be able to do have that revenue stream coming in while they're, you know, on the main roster and stuff. But uh, they're not going to get the blue pants uh, contract. They're not going to get the blue. No, <laughs> and they're not going to get a Nakamura type deal either because they're the Young Bucks, and that's their. I mean, whatever. It's a tag team. I don't care how good they are or how good people think they are. Uh, it's, you know, tag teams are only, tag divisions only going to get, you know, the Hardys return, and that's, that's you'll get that, but they're not bringing in friggin' Young Bucks. And see, I was thinking, Especially if for, for a moment, a spot uh, like that, like, nah. I was thinking we get the bar, um, the bar and the Hardys, but now it seems like Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt are going to have a Hardy compound yeah. match. You take that leads to some kind of because it's not on it's on Raw. Uh, nah, man, we I need a we were... need a pre-show half-hour recorded match that they need to start working on right now, um, so we can see it uh, on the on the WrestleMania pre-show, and then uh, Bray can hang with us in the press box at WrestleMania, and we can talk <laughs> about this thousand dollar jeans. And how well that uh, tiny pony did. Uh, any chance they have that match? You know, obviously on Raw, 
and then they, and then like they become an oddball team. When they say, I mean, I mean, I mean oddball in the sense of they're odd, but like a Mitch, you know, like yeah. A, a, yeah. I, I think. And they take on the bar maybe at WrestleMania. I think Matt Hardy was really good as V one. Um, so, and I mean, of course, this broken gimmick has made him not more of a star than Jeff, of course, because Jeff just has that innate thing. He has that it about him. But Matt Hardy's ability to stand on his own, too, has never been so high as when he was doing the broken gimmick as far as how he resonates with wrestling fans in general. Um, and they say Jeff Hardy is, is, you know, healthy now. So do we split the Hardys up and have Jeff on – a SmackDown in the main event, and then let Matt and Bray do their thing. Maybe, like I, that that could work as a thing. Yeah, I don't think you split them up as far as I don't think you have either of those guys wrestling singles, especially Jeff coming off of off of a. I think it's an arm injury, so it's not like you know his 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 wheels. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't be able to do. The, Are we allowed to say we're biased about Jeff Hardy now because? I've, I've, I've admittedly been – I don't have anything bad to say about the guy, but I admittedly root for Jeff Hardy because of how nice he was to us at, at Comic-Con. <laughs> like, oh, I, want things to work hey, out I appreciate Jeff. you guys so coming nice. out. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like we just here recording. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be his friend or anything. I just want good things to happen to him. Like, yeah, just, you know. So – um, so do you think they have the three of them as a uh, like as as some kind of group? Um, if as, come not, back? About, not a group, but whatever you do with them, Jeff Hardy's going to be like involved either from the beginning mm-hmm. or uh, or I guess it's the beginning's already happened. But you know, Jeff will be involved, mm-hmm. not somewhere else doing his own thing. No way, mm-hmm. no way. Jeff's on SmackDown. Uh, uh, well, yeah, because I don't see Matt and. Bray, like, being any kind of long-term deal, just to give them something to do to, at WrestleMania that's not wrestling each other again. Like, nobody, like we've, we've seen that. Mm-hmm. So they'll blow it off with the compound match. And somehow that'll make them realize, like, wait a second, we're not so different, you and I, kind of moment. And uh, and then, yeah, so, hey, you want to team up? Um... My theory might be all the way out the window because uh, apparently Rey Mysterio is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who can, uh, isn't it kind of crazy uh, when you talk about how you've never seen a guy uh, in as good a shape as you see him, and then all of a sudden he gets a bicep tear? I love me some Rey Mysterio, but it's funny how yeah. those things kind of happen in tandem. Because yep, as of a again, I don't, I don't know Rey Mysterio from anybody. I've never seen Rey Mysterio accused of a single thing, but I know. Well, Oscar I've, Gomez. I've never was. seen. I've never seen a guy. Or Oscar like Gutierrez was. Oscar Gutierrez was. I've never seen a guy yeah. under like one sixty uh, with any type of bicep tear. I've seen quite a few large guys with, with yeah. differently able. Yeah, plenty of Canes and JBLs and. Pieces with, with, with bicep tears. Yeah, same thing. Ray Lewis did a bicep yeah. tear. Or a tricep tear, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, typically those things don't tear. 
they encourage you to tear those things up because then they get bigger. But an actual tear in the muscle happens to a pretty small percentage of the population. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, does that does that make you think more? Like I'm telling you, is, is Cena gonna? What is gonna happen to John Cena? Like, I, do you have him? Uh, hit somebody with an AA? Do you have him hit Baron Corbin with an AA to win the match and then Adolph Ziggler distract him while AJ gets the uh, gets the pin? Like, does John Cena... I think you have to tell the story about him. Um, I think maybe not... Is John Cena involved directly in the pinfall or indirectly? Or is John Cena just another person in that match? Like, Oh, I, I hope John Cena the takes pin? the pinfall. I think that's the only way so? to justify AJ losing clean on TV two okay. weeks out from the damn pay-per-view. Yeah, AJ's got to pin I, Cena. Yeah, I kind of feel for AJ right now. Yeah. Like, AJ's making more money probably than he ever has ever. He's the WWE uh-huh. champion, which is, no matter no matter what your personal preference is, it's the most prestigious wrestling title on the planet. Like, it's just the I don't know. Thing. Paul Heyman made a pretty damn compelling case about that Universal title. That's only been around for, like, two Nobody years. Nobody care about that blood title. That toy belt. Nobody care about that. About the Universal, Universal Bampionship. Nobody care about that. But, no. But, I mean, like, TJ's really been made to, because they have to occupy time, because they're so dedicated to telling stories, like AJ's had to be things other than championship wrestler who is the best in the world when you face him head on. You know, he's had to talk about fighting against these odds and dealing with the politics of Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, and now he's in this match with a million guys, and it's just it's weird um, for him not to be so extra and have to go through these the micro and the macro, but. You know, I, I think this is another chance for him to showcase he's the best and then get this dream, uh, you know, one-on-one match coming up. And I'm just like, get to the finish line, AJ. Just get to the finish line, man. You're almost there. Listen to this, Willis. Have Let Cena lose Sunday and have him take the universal title from Brock and Roman and call it a day. Like, besides the fact that that makes absolutely no storyline sense, it's just... Or, or sports sense because so he should lose one t- a title and then just j- getting at the other title. Like no, like just like sh- stop it with your. Uh, yeah, I don't you know, think there's a practical way. I don't think there's a practical way for him to earn his way into that match when he's already been eliminated and literally switch shows yeah. for an opportunity. So, like I don't know unless. Uh, he shows up, and I mean, the, you know, the one thing that you could do, though, the, the one way that that works, they talk about Brock Lesnar not showing up for shows, doesn't care that he's there, and I'm sure that's going to be a big talking point of what we get into this evening, but how about John Cena comes out to talk about he doesn't know what he's doing at WrestleMania, and Brock Lesnar comes out on Raw and runs Cena down and challenges into a match on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> you get that as a raw main event. Like, that's a way, 
that you earned yourself back into the title picture by winning a match, even though you didn't do anything directly. Like Brock Lesnar comes out Wait, and it would be so it. convoluted. Like, wait a second. You can't talk all that shit about, like, we we wrestle for for big titles, we wrestle for big money on big stages, and then Brock's going to come out like, we want to face John Cena on this random Raw. Yeah, like, it would... Be, it would smack of their trying to shoot. It would, people would see right through that. It would be worse than uh, like when AJ Lee put the title on. Uh, like, she, like when Paige came out and and AJ insulted her, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, I want to be, I want to fight you so bad, I'll put my title on the line." We're just like, "Oh, they just they just want to get the title off gonna... AJ Lee real quick." And then it uh, and then no, it happens. You gotta have Cena threaten to uh, threaten to break uh, Paul Heyman's neck because uh, you know he had a career and an injury, and then just like uh, Triple H did with Edge, that's how you get your title shot. I'll break his neck, uh, and then uh, yeah, Brock Brock Lesnar comes to comes to Paul Heyman's aid. Yeah, right. Uh, real quick, uh, Black Panther did is at what nine twenty. So, yep. This, We're this right. And Forbes hasn't article opened says, the signing yet. This Forbes article says they'll probably. Uh, oh, it should be over a billion mark by Sunday, and then in parentheses, or sooner, give or take China, give or take huh. China. Yeah. Fuck. Get Apparently, the money, uh, they've got they've got they put they put production of Black Panther two into. Uh, Hell yeah! You know. Yeah, let's, let's like, okay, let's, uh, we're not going to wait the four years mm-hmm. we were playing and we want this thing out by 2020. <laughs> yeah, people have spoken. All right, right, you, right. You almost, I mean, and you don't wish, you don't want, like, like, I had a real interesting conversation with Josh about, um, you know, are we going to make Black Panther the new, the new Iron Man? And I was like, God, I hope not, because... Robert Downey Jr. is a unique case in that he was the foundation that the universe was built on, and so you had him kind of weave in and out of movies. Like, the king of the nation of Wakanda (laughs) should not be in America most of the time. You know, he should be handling things outside. So you don't want... um, Because as soon as he does that, the country will turn on him. We've seen that in the books. I don't think you need a central character um, in the MCU. I think if you look at the X-Men movies, it was a crutch that Wolverine had to be a part of every movie. Like that was unnecessary because you, you can't, you can't tell all your stories effectively when you're worried about uh, the integrity of one character when that has to be the constant. So, no, like, I, I hope they can continue to, like, you might not make a billion every movie, but, you know, if you're making $700 million on a $200 million budget and you don't have to sacrifice the integrity of characters doing it, I think you stick with that. Like, you just continue to tell good stories. So, no, I, I hope that, and, but what's interesting is, like, I understand Josh's point because I understand he talks from, the perspective of 
you know, uh, a size of the population that watches movies in a certain way. They like to see certain things they can identify. They like familiarity um, and a certain kind of continuity. But I'm like, no, let's let's just let's continue to tell the good stories and bring the characters together when it's necessary. Um, so yeah, about wrestling. Like, <laughs> look, I know I'm going way out there. Um, and I think what I'm going to do, Trav, since I did come home instead of staying in the office, I think. I'm going to stream on Twitch, so I'll probably switch over to Skype here in a little bit. I'll let you know when that happens. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, all right, let's uh, open things up to the public here. Again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Make sure you press uh, press 1 to... uh, to put your hand up to let us know uh, you want to be on on air. So let's start things off. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's head up to North Jersey and uh, talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's well, going on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Yeah, doing all right. Doing great, man. That's great. So, uh, couple, couple news items here before we get to my questions for this week. First off, I'm not sure if you are aware of this, but I believe tonight is the night that we have one of the one of the hottest male wrestler debuts of. Of the last 10 to 15 years, probably, because tonight is the night that Ricochet debuts on NXT. Oh. No, that's exciting. Did you know that, that Cam? Is. I did not know that. Um, can you can you hear I me? I was okay? not aware. I knew he was doing, making, you know, appearances on, you know, spot shows and stuff in Florida. But I did not know he was going to be making his uh, TV debut. Yeah, in this set of this time. newest set of tapings, I must have just didn't pay, haven't been paying attention. But it seems like that should have been like news when those tapings went uh-huh. down. Whenever they, whenever they happen, so um, that's great. Um, yeah, look forward to it. Uh, we got about an hour before NXT starts, so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Without spoiling anything, do you know who he? Do you know who he wrestles? Does he wrestle a name uh-huh. or a job? I did, I did, but I I don't have I don't yeah. happen to remember right now. I, be, yeah, I probably believe like Buddy it was I believe it was just a local in, enhancement person. Okay. Either way, this will be uh, this will be interesting. Uh, Uh, yeah. I've, I've like, wondered what what happened to the Leo Rush uh, thing. Like, if, uh, like uh, you know, he debuted what months ago? You know, maybe, uh, maybe a year ago. Not no, quite a year. no, Le- Leo Leo Rush only debuted like October seventh, I believe. Okay. All right, so we're coming up on six months with Leo, but. 
and he didn't help himself out with the uh, uh, what's her name got fired. But I just thought he'd be on TV more. Like he made like two appearances, and uh, you know I think they were both losses. Uh, so yeah, because yep. I'm just thinking about you know there's only so many spots to go around, and if you're Leo Rush. Uh, uh, Ricochet does a lot of the similar thing. They have a different style for sure, but they still uh, uh, their Venn diagram certainly uh, uh, crosses as far as their moves, their size, yeah. look, and all that stuff. Uh, so you could be looking like fuck. Uh, Ricochet's up. That would just shit. If, if Leo Rush jobs the Ricochet in the next few months, then that'll be even a clearer sign. Uh, All right. And, yeah, what else you got? And the second news item before questions is apparently on Friday of of last week, Alberto El Patron in Impact, formerly known as Alberto Del Rio. We know who uh, he is, Carly. I knew you were going to do that. Met, met with Vince McMahon at WWE headquarters after oh. after shooting footage for a Rey Mysterio DVD or network special, and apparently. Even before last week, Vince had been telling several senior members of management that he wanted to bring Alberto back, and his impact deal is up in April, so it looks like we may see Alberto Del Rio back in WWE soon, I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, SmackDown's definitely going to, you know, after that shake-up, you just assume uh, SmackDown, especially with the rosters going forward, no single-brand pay-per-views, I think SmackDown's going to get, I don't know how to say gutted, because that's just, too much, but they're not going to get any favors done as far as like the talent balance and that kind of thing. And Del mm-hmm. Rio's the type that they just go, you know what? With your history and you know, uh, uh, go to uh, we'll send you to SmackDown. And Paige is on Raw, especially if they keep her there. Uh, I think Del Rio will be somebody that they that they send to, to SmackDown and feud with like Bobby Roode or something or. Bobby Lashley, maybe, if he goes to... Because I think Bobby Lashley's, again, another type that they would send uh, to SmackDown to to give it some faux star power. Yep. That that would make sense. My first question... How how could he... uh, Isn't it... Isn't it... I mean, it's different with, like, like... Sports, sports, big time NFL, or NBA, or whatever. But if your contract's not up till April, how are you like at the headquarters of the other guys? Like, yeah, let's talk contract. Right. It just seems a little like not. Well, keep in mind, 
Don Callis and Scott Demore have let certain people out of their deals early. Yeah. Okay. And and who's what? TNA has a legal team. <laughs> or Impact, they got they got legal, you know, people so they're like, whatever, do what you want. We can't enforce anything. We got some, we got some legal beagles. <laughs> right. Like we got an intern, like, handling our, you know, running the entire uh, front office. So, yeah, do whatever. Yeah. The whole, the whole office is just them. The whole office, some 19-year-old kid uh, <laughs> getting paid with in college credit. <laughs> Could you imagine? And then your school don't even accept those credits. Hard out here, no. man. Oh, my God. The the sad part of that is exactly what Travis just said is probably exactly how their office is being run. I mean, that's how that's kind of how it was. Like, I mean, if they were running them uh, running out of a warehouse or 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 a converted storage container or whatever the hell it was a couple years ago in Dixie Carter's last uh, years there. But what are they doing now with even less money and even less uh, talent? Yeah. So, anyway, what's your uh, what's your uh, your other question or your question or yeah, what you got? My first question for this week is in regards to the hall the hall of fame and with with the aforementioned hillbilly Jim. Going into the Hall of Fame. Do do we see Hulk Hogan return to induct Hillbilly Jim since nearly every piece of footage used in Hillbilly Jim's induction video package Contains Hulk Hogan in it. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, a lot of stuff had Hogan in it. I wouldn't say all, all, all of it or almost all of it. I thought that was just to give you give viewers uh, that have no idea who Hillbilly Jim is or or the character was, give them an an obvious, a very quick, I you know. Get, you see, oh, he was uh, friends with the, the the top guy there. Okay, so you don't even go, why is this guy? So you don't have that lady at, after they show the package going, who the fuck was that? <laughs> and you know, people just get it like, oh, he was, you know, Hogan uh, co-signed him. Then he must have been the big deal. And they just showed him with Hogan and against uh, against other big time names. They didn't have him in there. You know, but yeah, they just they they showed him in the best light, which is what you're, you know, supposed to do. But no, Hogan's not going to bring in the Duck Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> like even if Hogan was on decent terms with the company, I don't, and he wasn't going to be on the show in any kind of any kind of real capacity, I don't think he he inducts Hillbilly Jim. I just I don't buy that. I think Hogan would be like, seriously, brother? 
I can't you want me to jump in? Yeah. So, uh, what's your second take? And my second question is in regards to WWE's international event schedule. With WWE now announcing two special international events in April and October, respectively, and them and them also announcing dual-branded pay-per-views to replace the brand-specific pay-per-views, if these international events are broadcast on the network and they happen to do well, do, do you think we will see inter, international house show specials or more Madison Square Garden type specialty house shows as a replacement for the brand specific pay-per-views that were just dropped? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, we've, and thanks for the call as always, Colin. We're four years last month into the network. Um, they've done their their specials they did the Tokyo one the beast in the east um did they do a uh, an MSG an MSG one that maybe even they showed on the network i, I just don't I, so they have the evidence or the numbers or they've done it, done those shows enough that if that was going to be something that they were going to do on any kind of regular semi regular basis we would have seen more than two or three already. And, and the idea of that replacing uh, uh, the single brand or, yeah, the brand-specific pay-per-views, like, no, 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 no. If the brand-specific pay-per-views, uh, you know, didn't get but a certain amount of uh, viewers and streams and, and stuff, like, I don't think a house show from, you know, Scotland or where or wherever is going to get any kind of traction as no, so no, like <laughs> very definitively uh, no. Cam, anything to add? Cam. Skype, I don't. Mm. Hey, Kylan, you can uh, you can still hear me, right? Absolutely, Travis. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure because uh, my server or my damn router was acting up last night, and I had to hit it with a reset, clear things up. Uh, yeah, Rich, he says he hears me. Cool, cool. So we'll wait for Cam to uh, <clears throat> chime back in. 
Uh, Rich on Twitter says he thinks Leo Rush is earmarked for the cruiserweight show, or for a 205. Uh, that is possible where Ricochet would definitely either be a uh, someone you you would you would look to get on that main roster by this by the winter, you know, or even this time next year, you know, after ne- after next year's WrestleMania, just give him a really solid year long run in NXT. Uh, but either way, he's not up two hundred five. He's not a guy you would think would be destined for two hundred five live. But Leo Rush, like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, send him to two hundred five. But, but you, I, I would think, just give him some uh, some exposure on NXT besides like two or three losses he's taken in the last six months. Uh, okay, okay, so Cam, oh, maybe that's why Cam hung up because he's on Twitch now. I don't, I don't, I don't know how this this newfangled stuff works. so I can have access to it. Uh, and, and excuse me, everybody, bear with me for my with my uh, sinuses and shit all clogged up. And it's been a rough two days, feeling like ass. Start your morning with a healthy helping of bigotry, racism, and PEDs. National Cereal Day. <laughs> Why does cereal have a day? There was a uh, there was a uh, a, a store uh, that op- that that was in University City back in Philadelphia called Cereality. And it was a cereal bar. This was like the early to mid two thousands, like oh three, oh four, something like that. And and you just you know go in and and eat cereal and pay ridiculous prices for because you're out at a trendy place, trendy, uh, in 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 the in the college part of town. Oh god damn it! Now I can't find the camp tweet. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened yeah. with the mic, but yeah, I'm back. I'm here. Uh, what tweet are you looking for so I can find it? Oh, just your thing so I can get on the Twitch stream. That's all. Oh, it should be my last tweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just doing it the freaking long way because I'm, yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay. So, yeah. So, um,. So yeah, so that was Kyla. Let's uh, let's talk to somebody else. Hmm. Somebody just jumped on the line. Five one six. That's a new new area code. We got that uh, Nassau County, Long Island. So let's uh, see. 
see who that is. Long Island. Who's this? Where you been? Well, we know where you're from. So, but who's this? Travis and Cameron, this is your friend Frank from Farmingdale. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, Frank, what's, what's going, going on, man? man? Hey, you know, it's funny. I, um, I'm always home on Wednesday night, so, uh, you know, I'm running around with the kids and stuff like that, so it's, it's hard to tune in. And, but I've been wanting to call you guys since we've been talking a lot on Twitter and Facebook lately. And uh, yeah. I was just tweeting Cameron uh, a couple of minutes ago. And, Cameron, I apologize. I forgot the show was on right now. So, uh, as soon oh, no, as you're I, perfect. Huh? I, uh, yeah, we can cool, both <laughs> I, I appreciate that. kind of what the show's built uh, around. There you go. There you go. I just uh, I figured I'd give you guys a call and chat. And uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, oh, man. I'm doing uh, well. Yeah, how, how are you? Appreciate the call. Making some time for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, um, I'm not too familiar with your guys' format. This is basically uh, just uh, wrestling and kind of whatever uh, you want to talk about, right? Because I'm also uh, I'm also slowly making my way towards Black Panther. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Marvel journey, and I'm a little behind. Isn't he? But I'm like, oh, this is this is Twitch, and this is what it's for, not 
cam. Yeah, like I can do video, but not right now. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. I can do video, but not right now. Because we have. Stuff. But they hear you though. Right? Yeah. I have it on mute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's All funny because right. um, my six-year-old just got into gaming because um, my wife's friend, she actually likes to pick up my daughter because it keeps her son up. And I believe they have an Xbox. So now she uh-huh. wants us to get an Xbox. And my wife is fighting it. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to fight this. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, I'm yeah, a little <laughs> Once you bring that into the house, it's like, you know, you, you, you're certainly going to have to regulate, like, <laughs> I say their time on it, but then you'll be the one that's like, your wife's like, come to bed. You're like, one more game, honey. You know, so, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, like, I literally, like, I woke up this morning and I started playing Madden and I didn't stop till it was time uh, uh, to for the show. Just yeah. hours. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So be careful. It's crazy. I last had a um, I last had a PlayStation. I had PlayStation Two, and uh, I was quite addicted to uh, to Madden and stuff like that. And NH and well, Madden and NHL with NHL, I do with that. So <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. So yeah. so yeah, you got any wrestling topics on your mind? Yeah, absolutely. You know, let me start with um, with Roman Reigns. You know, and I kind of want to just uh, just kind of have a little coffee talk with you guys about it. You know, um, the last couple of weeks with the pro, which I thought was really good. You know, I thought Roman finally let his guard down a little bit and uh, was talking a little more, a little more. And um, you know, it's nowadays everything's controlled. Everything's kind of you know um, controlled by management. They don't really themselves. And um, this week, the promo by uh, Paul Heyman, it's not for nothing. I thought it was a little bit long. You know, I don't, I don't like to criticize Paul Heyman a lot, but but, um, but rolling out, a little more relaxed, you know. <sighs> I'm wondering if this is actually going to work and is actually going to really get Roman over. Because it seems like this struggle now for the last three years Make Roman look good. Try to get him over this, that, and the other thing. I mean, do you guys really think it's going to be effective, or is this a waste of time on WWE's part? And then I have a fear. Well, let me let you answer that, and then I have a, a little bit of a fear about WrestleMania. But let me that yeah. first. Uh, I mean, I my first instinct is to go. It's a waste of time, you know. But to push him as 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 they're doing, push him as a baby face, and. Uh, and I think it's going to, uh, by the time they realize it, it's going to be too late. And I don't think they're going to have another John Cena <clears throat> thing on their hands. Well, where they go, they get 10 years of pure, late years of pure just hatred that turns into, all right, you guys been around. And it's just more of a, you know, John Cena sucks because we, you know, yeah, he sucks, but, you know, he's been around 15 years. Let's cut him some slack kind of stuff. I, I don't. John Cena is no, uh, Roman Reigns is no John Cena personality wise. Yeah. John Cena has a thing about him that you know lets you in, whether you like it once you get in or not. It's it's that's a, that's a different case, but you definitely get a sense of you know he certainly uh, he's approachable. He he allows you in, <sighs> unless Roman Reigns is uh, 
entire personality changes. Or maybe if if, if they tap into something with you know with him, uh, you know what he's what he's doing with these Brock promos uh, going forward. I just don't think the I think the fans are going to go. Yeah, you're you're being more genuine. And you're letting your guard down and, you know, letting us in, but two years ago that would have been better. And we're just so ensconced, so entrenched into booing, into feeling a certain kind of way, just because you, like, uh, yeah, yeah, just because you're, you're you know, starting to come around or we, we're still, we're, it's just re- reflexive that we're just going to boo and just not like you. Right. I think they took too long to try to make Roman Reigns a, a human being with multiple, you know, dimensions. Oh, totally. And then when they do, they make him a bit of a cry. I mean, he makes good points, but you're still kind of a crybaby. Like, you know, I'm, I'm here all day or every day and busting my ass. And, you know, where's he? Like, what do you care? Does that affect your, uh, what you do? And then he can say, yeah, he's the champion. I want that championship. So, you know, I have a right, which he does. But, again, I just think it's just too late. Uh, I just think it's too late to try to turn, to, you know, to, I just think it's too late. Not for him as as an act, period, but for, for fans to take to him as a as any kind of uh, baby face. Uh, I think it's too late. It's just, it's just the headwinds. And you're going to just have to try too hard. <laughs> I think, um, just like you said, uh, you know, Roman uh, Roman Reigns is no John Cena. Well, nobody would ever confuse him for The Rock. Uh, but the the reason I draw attention to The Rock is, you know, Rock debuted, debut, what, Survivor Series 96? Um, yep. And so he wrestled WrestleMania 13, and he was IC champion fighting Ken Shamrock at WrestleMania 14. So the whole die, Rocky, die to uh, Rock's got all this charisma and he's almost a top-tier heel to Rock facing Stone Cold at WrestleMania, that was all two years and change. Like, mm-hmm. people people love The Rock in a year and a half. Like, that whole trajectory of people not liking him to come in to appreciate him because he had so much charisma was over like 12 months. And so just like Travis right. was saying, I think with the amount of years that you put behind Roman, you, you're not, he's, and this is something I always think, I don't know if I ever really say it on shows, but the only thing that guy, and in this case, that guy being Roman Reigns, he'd literally have to fly. And, and I don't think there's any way around that. He would literally yeah. have to hover in the air for people to change how they feel about him. And if he's not going to hover in the air, it's just going to be what it is. Like, you can make more people like him, but wrestling fans are some of the most stubborn people on earth. And you can't do something so different to... You can't change so much of what you do over the course of a wrestling match to change how people feel about you. You can't jump higher or run faster. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Like, it's not like true sports where a player can literally do something, like can hit a game-winning game shot, and then they forget about you. It's not like J.R. Smith, who can put his head down and win a championship, and then people love you in a different way than they did in, in like, you're a New York guy, so you know. Like, people have 
an, an opinion on J.R. Smith that isn't the same now because J.R. Smith is a champion had, somewhere else. We had J.R. Smith. I remember exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think are, are at the same time super stubborn, like you said, but also like super fickle and will turn and hate something in a second, or all of us, or turn and like something like like this whole the the whole Elias thing. Like, why does Elias get cheers? Like, I don't understand it. Like, why do people chant along with his walk with Elias? Thing? Besides the fact that people are idiots and want to chant things, and that's just kind of one of those uh, one of those, one of those things but yeah like these like yeah like super stubborn and won't come around on a guy but will go out of their way to cheer a guy that brings there's Elias doesn't give you anything worth cheering like every time he turns on you and goes yeah you know shut your mouths and what a dump and I, I don't I don't I don't get it. The wrestling fans are are a, a weird bunch. I mean, we can be super just dig our heels in, or just whichever the way whichever way the wind blows. I mean, I remember so vividly during WrestleMania 18. So Rock's getting booed the entire match with Hogan, and it's a you know we're sitting around my house like wow this is. I, I, can you can you believe this crowd's turning on him like this? And as soon as he hit his uh went into his finishing sequence, spine buster, elbow, uh, 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 people's elbow, that whole thing, they instantly turned back and started cheering him. And my buddy Damon, who was over, he starts yelling at the TV, yelling at the crowd that they're weak, you, that they're and he's right, like they're y'all weak as fuck. Y'all gonna sit here and boo that man? for this old fucking leathery bastard for 15 minutes, and then when it becomes obvious that he's going to win, and, you know, oh, we love you, Rock, all this time. We were, we were, we were with you all t- the whole time. It's like, no, you weren't, you, you fickle bastards. You know, so that's just, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's wrestling fans, man. Stubborn, stubborn and, and fickle at the same time. And about the weirdest stuff and stuff that you can't, necessarily always predict like if somebody said hey we're going to try to get this over with this guy six months ago i bet you in by march we can have crowds chanting as it for this heel walk with elias i'm like no way people hate him like nobody's going to do that and yeah yeah they did <laughs> i remember the whole thing with rock and hogan it was weird you know but uh I- i'm i'm great you actually up the whole uh, Elias thing and, you know, with wrestling fans, because I feel like, as a wrestling fan, we all want something, like, funny or something goofy to attach ourselves to, you know? Like, even when, when Crime Time, one of my favorite tag teams, when Crime Time was around, I used to go to my friends, we used to go, money, money, yeah, yeah. And even I've been doing it recently, you know? I, I, I you know, funny, it's something silly, it's something to... Catchy. Even if it's yeah. even if it's not necessarily it's so bad that it's funny. You know what I mean? But um I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up though, because the thing with Roman Reigns versus right, okay, Elias comes out, does his bit with the guitar, this and that, the other thing, you know, people you know, even though he's trying to draw heel heat and stuff like that, who is Roman Reigns? He's the big dog? Why? Michael Cole said so. 
I mean, to me, that's endearing about him. There's nothing that I, you know, I say, you know, I want to cheer this guy, you know, versus, you know, see, you know, even though, and, and you guys brought it up, even though he was cheered and booed most of the years, at least you know who he was. You know, he was hustle, loyalty, respect, always did the right thing, this and that. And his base, he reached the people that supported him, and he treated people that didn't. And if it didn't work out, whatever, you know. Yeah, if you're a Roman Reigns fan, does he even ever throw you like a bone? You know, somebody said, somebody on a promo this week said, us, like he, like, I, was it AJ? Like, I do this for us. Right, right, it was, because then Dolph Ziggler came out and, and, and criticized him for it. And I was like, yeah, that's that's a part of, that should be a part of almost every ma- uh, um, uh, uh, babyface, main event babyface mm-hmm. act. Ever. That should just be a default thing, like, Yes, I'm here. I'm doing it for you. I do it for you know your like Hogan would do like uh, um, right. when he was getting when he was getting beat down. I mean the formula worked for you know almost a decade. He's getting beat down, and the crowd would cheer, and he would you know start hulking up, do his finger wag, and then make his comeback. And 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 but you as a fan, it was if we didn't cheer, he wouldn't have that fuel to like fire up and stuff. So. Yeah, that's a big part. That's a big missing part of his act. Just yeah, uh, having that, having a real relationship with the people that like him. Like, and you know, know his way ever to, to 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 yeah to praise his fans, to put his fans over anything. If Roman Reigns had the social media presence of a Titus O'Neil, he'd be a bigger star. Like, and I'm not faulting him for not being as charitable as Titus O'Neil, because very few people are. Like, yeah, that's just not, you know, might not be who he is, but, like, they, they do things. I, I think they did Roman Reigns a certain type of disservice. Like, he is the rock in the sense that, you know, he's a blue-chip athlete from this amazing wrestling dynasty. Um who, you know, had a cup of tea in the NFL. Like, he's all these things that they wanted from guys at a certain period in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, but they chose to go away from that. They chose to try to make him this mysterious, standalone figure. Um, and people pushed back on that. Like, he, they tried to make him a, I don't know, a, a Goldberg of the first six months of Goldberg's run in an age where we have all the information on everybody. Like we know everything about everybody. And they try to create this mysterious character that you're just supposed to like for no reason other than you're supposed to like him. Like I, again, this is somebody who I think Roman Reigns is just fine, but I also understand as well as I think you can, the mind of a wrestling fan. And when something's not their idea, they push back against it. Um, And on top of that, when they see something that they deem is manufactured that doesn't come from a genuine place, they push back on that. And everything about Roman Reigns, and like Willis is saying on Twitter right now, he said nothing is organic or authentic about Roman Reigns. Um, And I don't necessarily agree, but I also don't think WWE – gives you much uh, much room to feel different about that. 
Like, they're not doing things to humanize Roman Reigns. The most human thing that he's done is sometimes laugh and call somebody a bitch. Or, oh, yeah, you know, call somebody like, a bitch. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. just, he always hits the right tone. You always kind of feel yeah. where he's coming from when he's in that mode where it's like, yeah, bitch-ass motherfucker. And, and, and they, ne- they never, like, continue with that. I mean, we, we've seen it two weeks in a row now. He's just been, you know, indignant, you know, righteously so. Uh, and they just don't know how to, uh, like, distill that and, like, and, and, and make, it, make it something that they can, you know, that they can, at will, you know, bring out of him. Or or he hasn't gotten to that point. Maybe it's not the company's fault. Yeah. But something with him will click one day. I think it almost has to. It's just a matter of will it by then be much, much too late. And it's amazing. Like, imagine if he get. I mean, that's just like, a, like the athlete. Like, as soon as you, like, you know, start start getting it where it's not all your athleticism carrying you through carrying you through the moment you start like oh i see the court differently or i see i can read defensive differently now and then your body starts falling apart <laughs> you know and you, you can't so he's got to he's got to uh hey that window is only going to stay open for so long so he's got to yeah. get it all together or in 15 years we're going to be talking about one of the mo- one of the biggest missed opportunities. Like, yeah, he was great. Yeah. He made invented a bunch of WrestleManias and was on top, but he could have been so much more, or this, or that. Yeah, yeah. You are exactly right. So, cool. Anything else, Frank? For us before we go. Hey, Frank. Let me ask you, man. You staying warm up there, man? Well, I'm actually in Jacksonville right now. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, not yeah, nice that you're in fucking uh, Florida, but, you know, yeah, you're not in a bunch of snow. Yeah, I was supposed to. Well, when my flight got canceled going back, so they got all down here, so uh, I'm stuck. I'm going back tomorrow, so we'll, uh, okay. I'll be dealing with that when I go back, you know? <laughs> yeah, travel safe, man. Travel safe. I hope everybody's good up there. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Frank, man, don't be a stranger. Absolutely. I look forward to talking to you guys again, Travis and uh, Cameron. You guys have a great night. Appreciate it. All right. Take care, man. Frank from upstate New York. Uh, Frank's the, he's the kind of guy, like, when you get, like, followers and shit either on Twitter or Facebook that, and then you look up six months later, and you're just like, I never interacted with this person. Like, why are they following me? Why are they my Facebook friend? Like, Frank's the opposite. Like, uh, yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I like. He's always asking, that people. You know, asking questions, suggest, you know, what, what do you think about this? Or and like, and not in an annoying like way that yeah. you know it can be. Not in that motherfucker. Ask Google. What are you asking me for? Like, I don't have any inside scoops. <laughs> Go ask Dave Meltzer or some shit. Um, It's just typical, like, normal dude stuff. Like, questions you would ask, you know, you would ask your pals and stuff. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's not one of those annoying followers that don't say anything or just go out of their way to ask dumbass questions. No, Frank's great. I think we, I I say we, 
specifically, I feel like I've, I've tricked Frank into thinking um, I'm more important than I am, and so I'm going to ride that wave until it expires. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah. He he feels like – like, you want to keep them feeling like they're talking to a pseudo-celebrity as, as long as possible. Exactly. As soon as they go, oh, wait a second, this guy's just a fuck on the Internet, just like me. <laughs> and then all the things on. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's keep things moving. You know what? Let's uh, let's do one of these non-VIP emails. Let's uh, hit Jabron's in, in Vegas. Let's hit his uh, hit his email. Um, he chimes in. What up, fellas? I have three questions for y'all this week. Uh, with the TV deal almost up for WWE, let's say they do sign with Fox. Do y'all do y'all see two shows changing? Do you see the two shows changing in any way? Like for Raw going back to a two-hour show. Uh, yes, absolutely. Raw goes back to it. That's like the that's like the one pop. I mean, it's, I don't uh, for fans. I mean, that's the ab- one absolute positive uh, that them going to to Fox would bring. Uh, they would go back to to eight to ten Eastern, seven to nine Central, and that would be great. Because on Tuesdays, like when, when I'm watching SmackDown live, it's like, oh, especially when SmackDown was like the shit. It was just in out. Wow, what a great show! And a lot of that because was because it was nine o'clock, and it's you know you you still go t- you know do something or watch a different you know still prime time, so you could still like uh, uh, watch another show, whatever. Um, so I think just just being on Fox, yes, they would absolutely have to go back to to two hours. Uh, and I don't know if SmackDown. I guess SmackDown will be live still, but they would probably be on FS1. Raw would be on Fox, regular Fox broadcast, and and SmackDown would be on FS1. Man, which would make it the gifted gonna be on again Tuesday. show. Say what, Cam? Does that mean the gifted's gonna be on on Tuesdays? Because that's trash. Like, I'm imagining, like, Raw's going to be on regular Fox. That's so crazy. Yeah. But that's how things go. Oh, yeah. Everything would have to shift around around, around Raw, like, their schedule. Yeah. They would certainly have to move whatever their Monday thing is to, to, a, to a different day. Yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah. Crazy in the sense I'm just And another positive for them going to, to, to Fox, they wouldn't – they would – well, it's not a positive because the whole point of being on cable, they would they would rule cable except from February, September to to January for football. I was thinking, well, they could get back, get away from get away from uh, football being, you know, it's, it's those four months being, you know, killing them every week and them being number two or three or four. But if they're on broadcast, they're going to never be in the top five. Uh, uh, or like, yeah. or like a, on a Monday, like everything is going to outdo it. All the network stuff is going to outdo it. Even whatever's on NBC is going to do four or five million viewers. That's just more than what Raw does. So uh, they would lose that number one show on cable brag thing that they get to do because there's no way they would ever become the number one. Even in the even in the middle of July when nothing else is on, you know, I doubt that they uh, uh, would. Would win, win, win the night, win yeah. a Monday. So I think be that part of their identity 
would be would be over. Even when they weren't at at TNN slash Spike, they got to say you know number one cable show on TV or whatever. But that would be over. Or that would give them uh, they would have to maybe put pump up SmackDown more so maybe SmackDown could 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 at times be the number one show on cable. But uh, yeah, it's going to yeah, be interesting. But yes, the shows will, will change slightly. I mean, I, I, I don't think that's uh, I think that's a given. Uh, it continues when it comes time for the bus flip. Bus flip. Who do y'all see being let go? Do y'all think we'll get any shocking releases when it comes time for the? Is that some? Slang I'm not understanding or something, Cam? The bus flip? That's what I've heard, but I think we know he's talking about uh, either the, you know, the yearly uh, switches or maybe it could be business flip. I mean, I basically, I guess when they go to Fox, like, I, I, I don't feel like that would necessarily influence releases, so to speak, especially if they're working on a deal for more money. Um, well, if they have less time, if they have let a, 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 an hour, mm-hmm. you know, less you know, you go from five hours back to four hours. Maybe your raw your roster goes. You know, you don't need a hundred and ten people on your roster. You just need ninety five. You know, yeah. so those fifteen people got to go. But I mean, if you, I don't know, if you get more money, can you maybe decrease the price of the network a little bit um, in order to keep shows there? Like, if you have less of an hour of television, I do, and you're getting more money. Um, I do feel like you can invest more into your original programming, um, you know, and maybe that gets a boost. I, I don't necessarily think it directly, like having a less one less hour of TV directly correlates to what you're able to do as far as the use of talent. I mean, I could be wrong there, but I don't think outright we have any reason to believe it's going to cost anybody their jobs, um, you know. Same camera guys, same crew. I don't think they bring in like a new third hour team to operate the light. So I don't know. Hopefully nobody. I might be being optimistic though, because usually yeah, I think, changing owners. I think does initially they don't. Food. You know, it's not like they if they go to Fox in September 2019, they're not releasing people that's throughout the summer. Or I think they wait until the next spring. Or, or who knows? They might need to. They might need to get people off the books, and you know, we never know their reasoning and their business reasonings for. Because uh, cause some of those releases come because they need the quarter to be a certain way. Mm. So we need these these twelve salaries off the books by you know, by the end of the month because the new quarter starts and they can't, and we want that money, you know, when that, when that, in six months when that other quarter comes out, we need the, we need all those downsides uh, on there. We, you know, whenever that comes out to be a million bucks or two, you know, a million and a half bucks for, uh, you know, a couple of talents. Uh, so it's, it's, it's usually strategic and they, they're usually, they're pretty cognizant of the PR stuff. Like uh, uh, so, they're in the in that corporate sense. In that sense, corporately, they they're pretty smart. They're not gonna have like uh, they're not gonna you know like 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 oh like these fucking companies did with that tax shit. Like oh oh Trump signed all these you know this this tax bill that's gonna you know give you know poor 
poor and working class people like six extra bucks in their paychecks for the next eight years, but forever give corporations, you know, um, I forget my fucking point. I gotta set everything up and qualify it, and I'm, then I lost it. No, um, no, anyway. your point was just because of a change in business that could directly lead to certain people losing their jobs because the change right, in the right. company. The corporations don't always. They got the big tax tax break. They gave some people thousand dollar bonuses, but then they also laid off two thousand people. You know, at AT and T or at this company or that company. So it's like, well, they're looking at the next quarterly or the next. You know, those financials come out, they want, it to, they want this on their statement, and it has nothing to do with the human element and everything to do with bottom line and, 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 and numbers. Uh, so, so, yeah, I could see uh, WWE, but, but I'm saying usually WWE isn't good about, is usually good about this. I mean, can you imagine they sign a big $250 million contract with Fox and then lay a bunch of people off? Wouldn't be dope. Yeah, because the story is obviously wow. Dyson got this influx of money, and yeah, then yeah, we just released twenty people. All right, or twenty X. All right, NXT in uh, two minutes. Yeah, uh, Jabron continues. I was wondering, was this there? Was there ever any interest from either Jay, from either Jay Lethal or the WWE to sign him? I guess Jay Lethal. Uh, I remember his run in TNA and thought maybe at some point he would show up in WWE. Uh, P.S. I know y'all don't talk much about TNA, but did y'all see Sammy Callahan bust Eddie Edwards in the face with a metal bat? Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. <laughs> yes, we did see that bullshit. And uh, about it reckless yeah. garbage. Um, this is why you don't have bats sledgehammers, stuff like that as weapons because you either got to swing them in a way that's unrealistic or you got to break a guy's orbital fucking socket. Yeah. Oh, why does Triple H always put his hand over the sledge part? Because it's a metal sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to break a guy's ribs. Like, what? Why is that hard? You can't just go, oh. But again, it's like, well, they got him up. they making me think about it by having him in there with a damn sledgehammer. And that person isn't wrong. No, no, they are not. <laughs> but, but, you're a wrestler. You're a professional, supposed to be a professional. You've got an, you, it was just so reckless. Like, there was no attempt to, like, not hit a guy in the face with a baseball bat. Like, usually when the guy's swinging, you know, especially when they're on the ramp and they can get that good sound when they're up on the ramp or stageway. And you and the guy, you're wearing the guy out with the with a chair, or just think of Braun Strowman hitting hitting Elias in the back with the with the with the double bass cello. Well, you really hit the floor, you know, with the thing. You're not. You know, his back isn't absorbing all that. The floor, you're hitting the floor. The floor is getting all that sound. But you, what you, what you gain in the in the 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 sound effect, you lose in the visual of oh, he's just he's clearly not hitting him as with all of that chair like he could. But you go, but he'd be dead, or you know, his back would be all screwed up. So I accept that as a, as a wrestling fan of you know however many years. You just, some things you just get. Yeah, you don't have to 
a guy in the face with a bat to make to make to make the thing look good. You got to find a different way to do that spot. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know exactly. why. And I almost want to go like to Sammy Callahan. Like, what did they expect? You know, like the guy's laying on his back, prone. There's there there's not a lot of ways to make that move look good. If he jumps up in the air and all the sound is, you know, his feet hitting the mat, it just looks super cheesy. I'd rather super cheesy than, you know, a guy's career's in jeopardy or he loses an eye or breaks his face. Yeah. And then Cornette's rant on Twitter was uh, was just spot on. Like, what a fucking unprofessional piece of shit. Like, Eddie Edwards should have kicked his fucking ass. This is Cornette. I'm paraphrasing. And then this idiot responded to Cornette like, oh, that's a shame, Jimmy. I'll just keep watching my bank account go up. And then Cassie his own oak chimes in like, that has nothing to do with anything. And your bank account, you're a fucking unprofessional asshole. So at least yeah. it seems like the industry at multiple levels, you know, old head, young guy, vets, you know, are, are kind of just like, I don't see anybody making any excuses for Sammy Callahan besides Sammy Callahan. Yeah, right there. Yeah. But it would have been nice if somebody, if like a Jim Cornette, would have been like, Impact is stupid for for doing that spot, for for arranging that spot that way. Because wrestlers know, like, there's, there's again, you don't even have to be a wrestler, but, if, but for sure if you are, you absolutely know. Like, if somebody goes, okay, okay, guy laying prone on his back, face up, uh, or yeah, if you're either back, you're face up. Uh, laying prone on his back, his his opponent has a bat, and he's going to hit him in the face with it. And and again, there's just not too many ways to do that spot safely. You you could you could take it like uh, like you're going to spike it into the ground and use the, the the. But again, then you go, why would you use a bat that way? <laughs> like it's a bat, swing it. <laughs> Like, why are you going to use it, like, to, to spike, yeah, to drill down or spike, yeah, just, yeah, impact those, the agent who set that match up has to, and even Eddie Edwards, to, to the, to some extent, to the least, the least, he's least responsible, but he agreed to have that spot done and didn't attempt to get his hands up or anything, probably because he thought the guy he, he was wrestling would be a, more of a professional and not, you know slam it full force of that into his face but uh, yeah. I hate to be the you know blaming you the victim, but it's like hey you kind of agree to you know you should have went over that shit <laughs> before the match like hey now we're going to do this I don't want to get my face crushed uh, as far as Jay Lethal any uh, any comment on that one um, not that I've heard I, I think the, the time where you wanted Jay Lethal was probably kind of a time where you have, you know, CM Punk is a top guy. You have an AJ Lee. So maybe on the strength, on the strength of relationships at the time, you just don't bring a guy in like that. Not even that you have anything against him, but just, uh, you know, this is still prior to 205 Live really being a thing. Um, you know, I just think, you know, if Jay Lethal was maybe five years younger, that may have been the move, but... It was just never really a space for him, I think. Um, yeah. And as talented as he is. Yeah, the timing just never was really 
really there. I mean, if this is Jay, if if Jay Lethal twenty ten, you know, Jay Lethal twenty twelve was you know basically Jay Lethal six or eight years ago. He's mm-hmm. definitely getting a shot. He's getting a look, you know. But in twenty ten, in twenty twelve, when it would have been, you know, when he was probably at his physical peak, athletic peak, and 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 creative, uh, you know, most well-known, it just, WWE wasn't in the place to sign him. Like, it would have just been like, oh, well, now Jay Lethal's on, you know, we're all jobbing to, you know, Sheamus or whoever, I don't know. But it just the timing never worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Again, as talented as he is. Uh, I wonder what they thought about him in the during his impressions, like because you would think, like that would have gotten him, you know, looked at, <clears throat> like, oh wow, like this yeah. guy's got, he's so sports entertaining. But hey, serious he's also question, you though. know five eight, one hundred and eighty pounds, so or you know around there. Yeah, I would question, and and again, I'm a a, a fan of Jay Lethal. I would question whether. In 2012 or whenever, if Jay Lethal was the right kind of black guy for WWE, and I mean that, like, would meaning would he he has um uh, he's not like this narrow stereotypical black guy. Exactly, meaning that okay. he's like because it's 2012, and I think again, I think a lot of guys are going to get jobs because of what Xavier Woods was able to do um, with New Day and other things. Like, I think it's different now, but then, like, I I don't think they would have understood what Jay Lethal was, and I can only go off the history of people they've had. You know, like... I mean, at the time, Austin Creed was still... I don't know what what he was doing in 2012, but Xavier was... uh, You know, he wasn't exactly, like... Like he wasn't like doing anything of, of note in 2012. I don't think. Nope. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, not your tip. You know, he's the. Uh, you know, as far as we're concerned, because we know all kinds of black people, but he's just not your typical. What WWE was looking for, thinking about when they thought, you know, like, wait, this guy's got a PhD. He's well read. He's not yo yo yo, Papa Forty in a Rolly kind of like nah. What are we, what are we going to do with him? Kind of thing. And yeah. I think it's taking guys like Xavier and Biggie and and to a uh, and, and Kofi to a lesser extent to uh, to you know to make people go like oh these these folks can do more than shuck and jive and you know be be criminals or whatever, you know, like a crime time type gimmick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I right. appreciate that email, Jabron. As always, let's uh, do one more email before we hit back to the uh, phone lines. Uh, this is from Jay. He chimes in, uh, hey, Cam and Trav, what's up? Uh, just a couple of questions. I read somewhere that Triple H has a team in place to replace him on NXT with Jeff Jarrett taking over. Oh, what? First off, 
What in the actual fuck? Yeah. I know Jarrett ran the only competi- the only competition WWE faced, but it's someone who likes NXT better than Raw. I'm nervous about that. Second, how do you guys see Nia J- <clears throat> this Nia Jack story going? Um, oh, yeah, Travis, that biscuit butt conversation last week, man. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, so I've never heard the term before <clears throat> in my life before Mickey. Yeah, I hadn't either, I don't think. Uh, before Mickey said it, I asked an older black friend of mine, and he hadn't. He he'd heard it from relatives down south. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, well, the the, the controversy it wasn't whether it was a term, a real phrase or not that people said. It was the meaning of it. It was rich, or was it you? claiming that biscuit butt means she's skinny. And I'm like, in what world does calling somebody a biscuit anything mean skinny? Like, you don't eat biscuits that get skinny. Like, that's absolutely not the meaning behind that. It's she's thicker than a biscuit type thing. Like, you know, kind of. And we had this whole thing. (laughs) Oh, you had had left. You had your thick rich name on. Yeah, and Darrell called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Jay, it was... uh, it wasn't whether it's a phrase or not, but what is it? What did it actually mean? You should have asked your older black friend. Does that mean she got a fat butt or a flat butt? And he'd have been like, "Of course, she got a biscuit butt. That shit, you know, thick and, and popping like a biscuit." <laughs> anyway, um, Jeff Jarrett replacing Triple H at NXT would this be like where... a cruel fucking joke. Yeah, this is where I read somewhere has to you have to have credentials when you say that with something like this. I read somewhere is not enough. Um, we need to know like if you read mm-hmm. it from uh, uh, Smart Mark twenty eight with thirteen Twitter followers, that's a problem. Like <laughs> we need yeah, there's got to be some criteria better than I read somewhere only because that sounds like the antithesis of progress. You know. Um, oh. Now, and I'll say this, Travis, and I mean this sincerely. Um, what is the biggest gripe on on Jeff Jarrett as as a wrestler? As a wrestler, or as a wrestler slash promoter? As a wrestler slash promoter, I think you know where I'm going with this. The biggest gripe well, is that there seems to be a need to make Jeff Jarrett important, right? Right. Make Jeff Jarrett he has to be, to be received as the number one, the big big dog. Yeah, exactly. And and it was kind of the same thing with Triple H as a wrestler. Um, you know, Triple H protecting his spot would do things that we would deem bad for our entertainment to ensure that he would be that guy on top, right? So, yeah. I mean, could it be yeah. that they're kindred spirits in the sense that if Jeff Jarrett <laughs> is never going to be a focal point as a wrestler of this program, maybe he has a bunch of good ideas now. Because, again, Triple No, H, but that wasn't... The oh, this, okay, but what was the second biggest gripe about Jeff Jarrett? Uh, his ideas were boo-boo? His ideas were fucking trash! <laughs> <laughs> his creative was garbage! Like... <laughs> like, that was a one-two punch for this motherfucker. Like... You are on top all the time. You beat everybody. You bring everybody in so they can lay down for you. And on top of that, you don't even have a creative way to get there. Ugh. 
and you got the same walking brawl type matches. You got the same shenanigan finish matches over and over and over again, literally for half a decade. More shit. So, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's cruel. It is cruel to a to a to a fan base. It is absolutely not fair. Like that would be grounds to never watch NXT or to just yeah, like to have ir- an irrational like. I wouldn't blame people that were just like I'm never watching NXT again the day that 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 news breaks. Oh my god. Yo, TM one TM sixty one got demolished. They were doing their thing though. Like I'm, I'm watching it. They had some, they had some moves, but they not ALP. Yeah, they tried. Bar Simpson <laughs> with the you tried cake. All right, so I think that's it for one. Um, remember when Dre called Xavier Woods coot? Consequences so Creed. Creed when he first came up to the main roster. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Damn. And a lot of that was based oh. off of the, uh, yeah, obviously the Consequences Creed gimmick he did in it and in, in TNA dancing with his stupid, uh, Oh shit! Soon as they showed the replay, yo, where does TDE, TDE wrestling? How do they get these gifts up so fast? They got a guy. I don't know. Super Saying they got cool. a guy. Somebody from, said they yeah. had a they had a patch into the. Uh, they get the live broadcast somehow, and I'm like, we all get the live broadcast. Like we're all sitting here watching it live. Like what do they what do they have that? <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Uh, Look at Pete Dunn. Look at that superstar Pete Dunn. First off, he needs to comb his hair. Legend. Second off, he needs to unbutton that top button. I think I think they said Bobby Fish is hurt. I love Kyle O'Reilly's sunglasses. Third off, he needs that proactive charcoal brush. Nah, this is not. Nah, if it, if he had a if if Pete Dunne was <laughs> the day his skin clear up, the day his gimmick is over. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, oh, Pete uh, Dunne. Uh, Dun, looking the way he looks, like looking oh. the way he looks, having the Cassie haircut. Oh, look at Bianca Belair. My goodness. Um, yeah, looking the way he does, Heck having off. the Cassie uh, side of his head shaved, like these all play into. Why he's effective? He needs yeah. I don't know. Don't ever clear up your face. Oh shit! Cam mm-hmm. said or, or Rich said, Sammy Callahan was the first one to say sexy star was too dangerous and she wouldn't be welcome in any locker room he was in. Well, or for what she do broke somebody's arm or something. Yeah, which was very much on purpose though. In fairness, like I, you know, I. Sammy Callahan might be reckless, but heartless. Right, but he didn't would be bash the guy's face on purpose. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh... 
Oh, my God. That Bob's big boy is so petty. St. Louis welcomes Big Blue Nation to the SEC tournament. Hope you only packed for one night. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, Jay, for the email. Appreciate that. Uh, we got one from Carlos we'll get to after one or two more calls here. 347-202-0103 is the way to chime in. Let's uh, talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's happening? What up? What's going on, fellas? Like what's going on, Mike? What's going on? Where are you? Did you? Did uh, are you? Uh, are you? Uh, are you stuck in the snow somewhere? Yeah, In fact, my my ass ain't going, so I go to Cali in June. So my niece, no plans for that. So we could definitely make it happen. Um, first, let's let's let let's begin on um, last night's SmackDown. I pretty much match that you want to see something just with a plus one. They gave too much away in that match last night. Oh yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, wait, like, so four days away from or whenever you know pay per views this weekend, and y'all just going to basically have the main event match right now? Right. I, I mean, it was that. a good match, exciting, and that finish was you know really cool out of nowhere. 
you know, kind of a finish. Um, and that re- it really worked with the crowd. The crowd, I mean, they really, it worked. <laughs> that relationship, you know, like nobody saw that coming. Like, oh, you know, trying to, uh, but yeah, it's like the same match with Cena in it on Sunday. So exactly. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I. I. I don't get the uh, the the booking decision. I thought easily Shane was just going to come out and do a Teddy Long thing and you know tag match players. Tag just make it a tag match, right? Yeah. Because you for the life of me, of it, you know. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, I don't but I mean, the way they keep emphasizing and talking about it, you you got to know that scene is taking for. Yeah, AJ mentioned it. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, in the in the promo he did last night. Thing with all that shit and salute and soon as he salute, that probably that connection is trash, my man. How about now? I mean, you sound okay. It's just every, you know, sometimes every other word you go out. So uh, probably the yeah, probably the connection in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Snow. Probably got snow on top. Yeah, from the snow. Definitely yeah. do. <laughs> Definitely Forget do. Forget about that. Like, yeah, the weather's all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I no. Basically, what I was saying is that yeah, Cena gonna take the fall and. You're going to see him sitting in the rain, take his wristbands off, look all fucking dejected, and then that bomb going to go off. And there's his answer. Undertaker got to call him a hoe. Like, if Undertaker doesn't call him a hoe, <laughs> I'm going to be mad. Like, you out of, you out of here being a hoe. Come, 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 yeah. catch. Look at come, the reaction come, come, Trump was getting. Is he just no music? Who, uh, Ricochet? Nah, uh, Chopper came out. He's just on the stage with his crutch. He's not using it as a crutch, but he's just dragging it behind him. He's got a knee brace on. No music. And the crowd is just pissed. <laughs> they don't even want to be building. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it's, you know, working. Exactly. Stuff, That's stuff. fucking hell and heat. And look, they're Old school hell heat. They're cutting to the fans in the crowd, and nobody's like got the ironic. Nobody's got a smile. The people that are booing are like pissed. Like they, you know, they're yeah, genuinely he, mad he, that he hey. showed up. Like, how dare you show up? Show your face around here. So I assume he's gonna cut a promo. And I gotta hear this. We want yeah, Johnny. That's, <laughs> that's old school fucking hell heat. But I mean, put so both souls. We want Johnny Chance. <laughs> this is good. He ain't said a word. This is fantastic. Yo, do you he think... He's in great shape out there. Yeah, he is. Do you think Gargano goes to SmackDown or or they pigeonhole him on 205 Live? I don't have a problem with... I don't have an issue with him going to 205, right? Like a lot of some people do. But I think he goes to SmackDown. I think I think they see. I think he's. Uh, I think it's clear enough. Like it's obvious enough that he belongs on a main main show. Right. Like I would be super disappointed if he went to two hundred five. 
Yeah, but I think they're going to send him there anyway. Let him, uh, and let, that, let him be basically this, the, you know, baby face B to AJ's A. Yeah. But if I must say so myself, like, over the past month, 205 Live has fucking improved. With Triple yeah, H taking the helm, it's become more of a serious show. Uh, no doubt. How's uh, Drake yeah. uh, Man- Manchild, or whatever the heck his name is, how's he as a general Rock Star is doing. Rock Star, Rock Star Spud is doing fine. Um, okay. I didn't know um, they bringing this kid out, too. Like, his character is starting to come out with the promos that he's cutting. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I said on Twitter, Mustafa Ali is the future, man. Like, they might have a, and it's weird to say, they might have, like, a Middle Eastern baby face that yeah. can be a baby face anywhere. Like, yeah, you can talk. Yeah, I, the thing that got me, um, and it wasn't in the ring, like, you know, some older white guy on Twitter one day was like, this guy Mustafa Ali should be a heel. He is a heel name. And Mustafa Ali was like, in the nicest way possible, was just like, the fact that you think that is a heel name just shows that me being a babyface is that important. Or something along those lines. Like, he gets it, you know? And like, yeah, he's just like, he's that babyface you root for because of the things he can do and the way he carries himself. And like, that's, he's really what, not the single thing, but he's the type of thing that the company needs for that legitimacy. Um, and he's right. really, really good. And, you know, he's like right now, like, even though, like, I think they're, they should be doing a lot more with, like I said, Alexander, like Mustafa Ali is a kid I want to see win because of just how he goes about his business and, and the things that he can do. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be him and Roddy at um WrestleMania. In the finals? Yeah. Oh, would be. I mean, I would like to see Sad because he deserves it. You know what I'm saying? He's been, you know, one of the mainstays on that damn brand for, what, the past better part of two years. So yeah, I think he deserves it. The first damn major storyline they, they shot, from major angle they shot was with him and, you know, and Alicia Fox and all that nonsense. But right. I just don't think he's good. I don't think he's a good character. Like, he's great in the ring. Like he's yeah. great in the cruiserweight context, uh, the cruiserweight classic context. Like just, I remember that feeling, and after his match and Triple H coming out and endorsing him, like wow, what a moment! But after seeing him on TV for a year and a half, it's just like, yeah, uh, he's not the answer. Like he's there for, he, right. and, and we had yeah. to come to grips with that with like uh, uh, Jack Gallagher, who I was really high on. You know, it's just like. Yeah. Maybe said need a hair run. Wow. And what y'all think of um two new announcements. The cruiserweight tag team title <laughs> from that's uh, about the after mania and another single title with NXT. Yeah, I keep hearing about this new title being added in, to NXT. This is the first I'm hearing yeah. about a cruiserweight tag cha- uh, tag. T- uh, they title. actually got um some dude put up. Yeah, it was on a uh, Mike Johnson broke it. Uh, PW Insider that they um after um Mania 
that they're going to, um, you know, unveil the Cruiserweight tag titles. And then if you look at last night's 205 Live, who's the newest tag team? Hideo Itami and uh, the other kid. Ha, 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 the other kid. So that's uh, Kira Kazawa. Mm-hmm. They put them together as a team. And they kind of got like the, you know, oh, like the. Jeff chewing up the scenery, man. This is crazy. Has he said yeah, anything, I mean, Travis? Not a word. Amazing. Got, <laughs> I wonder and, if the if the sign going back into the ring with the sign that he just ripped up, the fan sign that he just ripped up and beating it with the crutch, if that was an improv or uh, if he ad libbed that or if, or if uh, or if that was planned. I'm I'm almost convinced that was ad lib, like from snatching it to mm-hmm. then tearing it and then going back in the ring and beating it with the crutch. That was right. great. That was so good. Amazing. And so it's just like, yeah, just like analyzing and not hopefully not over analyzing. Like, is it yeah. just me or does Raw feels more? you know, WrestleMania ready, like, as far as, like, their angles and shit they shooting, and, of course, they got the bigger name. And I think the reason of that is because, you know, SmackDown's been played for the past however many months with this Shane Dane Bryan shit. I think they should have, you know, if it ain't really going to be no payoff, I think they should have moved away from that shit a long time ago because, I mean, SmackDown just felt like a B brand right now. I don't know, maybe after Sunday they'll start revving up, you know, stepping on the gas and shit, but it just feels so like... Yeah, I don't like, know. It's, I think it's going to be more like last year, like where SmackDown gets two matches and Raw gets seven, so Raw gets all the focus. Like, this is where SmackDown started going down the tubes last year. Right. After having, you know, a really strong six months from the split to about WrestleMania season. Undertaker went to Raw to feud with Roman Reigns. So everything important was happening on Raw. And the only thing happening on SmackDown as far as WrestleMania was going was AJ and Shane McMahon. Right. So I think this year it's going to be similar. All we're going to get is AJ and Shinsuke. And everything else, uh, you know, I guess if Asuka comes over, they've got to pull the trigger. I think that'll spice it up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, once they once they booked uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot, I was like, okay, okay, they don't. Ha- that's why they didn't have they they haven't had Oscar uh, do anything yet, make her make her uh, announcement yet. But they have to. Mm. She has to on Monday say, "I'm going Gotta to keep it in high. and I'm right. facing Charlotte. I mean, what else they, they got? They say I'm facing Alexa Bliss, like one or the other, but they got to shit or get off the pot. Like they have to do, they have to make this, the women's stuff for for WrestleMania start coming into focus, and that Oscar thing for some reason, up in the yeah, air for, for some reason or whatever since the Royal Rumble. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. For some reason with Oscar, I feel like she's gonna show up Sunday. Yeah, I can see that. Not I feel like she's gonna show up Sunday. Off. Doing it Sunday or maybe Tuesday, I can see that. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like she just gonna show up. She just gonna pop out. And I mean, what what, what else they got? Uh, maybe a, a KO Sammy match and a what a triple threat 
U.S. title with uh, Wu, Orton, and Gender. That's about it. I mean, the Usos, they did say that they were going to, you know, they were finally going to put them on the main card. I mean, but what do you do? The Usos yeah, in the New Day. The Usos in the New oh, Day for the 80,000 times. The bar or Sanity comes up to face the bar. Nobody's even thinking about, well, who the hell is is, is uh, Usos going to face? Assuming they, they get through New Day uh, Sunday. Like, seriously, I don't want to hear no fucking bludgeon, brothers. Like, don't come to me. Don't come to me with that bullshit. Nah, nah, get that shit out of here. That's a straight like, TV you, match. You, so you want them on the pre-show or not on the show at all? Like, come on. Right. Get, the, get them the fuck out of here. Uh, let the Usos finally, or let the New Day finally beat the Usos, and then the Usos show up Monday on Raw saying they want the bar at WrestleMania. For some reason, I think they're going to put Bray and fucking and, and Matt together as a team. Because they keep they saying... I don't even know if see that. Like, the Usos challenging the bar. Like, eh, I mean, nah. it'll be a good match. I don't think it'll nah. be, you know, corny or anything. But I just don't... Uh, you know, we talk about it, you know... I think even Wade brought it up. Like, the, the thing about having the NXT guys lose titles only to then get promoted to the main roster. It's like, how do you... Like if I'm the bar, I look at them like we beat New Day a bunch of times, and you y'all lost to them, but y'all won our titles. Fuck out of here! Right. You and know, I hope so they I don't, don't know bring that fucking those come across as like the B tag team. Exactly. Then you can say, well, if they go on to beat the bar at WrestleMania, then you know, but yeah, that might be their best best road scene has been. Running into the hole, into okay. the ground. It might be their best road to WrestleMania because who, I don't think they have anybody worth worth uh, you know worthy of facing on it uh, at WrestleMania. It's not going to be right. today. Can't do that for the and 80th even if they win, time. What do they do at WrestleMania? Like, say your thing, Cam. Like they, the bar, Usos go to Raw and say we want the bar. Then what do the New Day do? That's oh, they face the Bludgeon Brothers on the pre-show. I guess. Yeah, that's Whack. exactly what yeah. they do. Whack. Yeah. And to me, hands down, the Usos is the best fucking team in WWE. Like, hands down for me. And most of But that, that's the thing, though. Do you keep the best tag team in WWE on SmackDown? No, I think they'll shift in the Raw, and then I think they'll shift probably... I think this, this is the, the better time than ever to shift maybe... Gallows and Anderson on Revival because you've seen they just job them out like fake-ass on Anderson's like they were just on fucking WTBS 605 you know what I mean? PM jobbers Monday night. Yep. You're not wrong. So, right. Uh, so it just came out it just somebody tweeted J.J. Williams uh, looks like he's an observer guy. Um and in the NXT live show, Regal announced the NXT North American Championship will now be crowned at TakeOver New Orleans. Wow, the North American title. So who do you think wins that? I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just starting to become get concerned a little bit. You know, somebody had a sign at Raw or 
Was it Raw? I was. Uh, you know what? I was watching before NXT in WWE Power Ten. Their little music thing. So it's just a bunch of entrances. And somebody in the, on the entrance ramp had a sign that says, "We need women's tag champion tag championships." And I'm just like, "No, nah. we do no fucking not. way." And I'm just thinking, I'm kind no of the same way, way with this NXT mid-card title. Like, we don't need, like, no, like, it ain't. So, somebody, so, so, uh, uh, Darrell asks, could they be adding a new hour? And again, like, the conversation we had probably a month or so ago, like, I hope the hell not. Nah, keep NXT that as a one an hour, hour show. Or it doesn't need to be two hours. I, I guess in terms of, like, the influx of talent and, and shit they got, you can't put everybody, you know, in the in the in the Which is great. championship race. Yeah, that's the oh oh oh. So I guess they, somewhere. I, I was just saying that they don't put everybody on TV every week. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I guess in terms that makes like, see like the fact that we see, haven't seen me, Lars Sullivan since like the right. Royal Rumble is like. <clears throat> granted, he had a knee issue, so he just missed an entire taping, maybe two. Yeah. But because it's NXT, you're not sitting there like, "Where's Lars Sullivan?" Because that's the formula. That's it's you don't right. see everybody every week. Nah, absolutely, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, you got, I'm saying how, in terms of thirty people, well, is, is that? Nah, it might be a little bigger now. With I mean, with the influx of guys they got, and then you got you know you got some dudes in you know performance center. You got all these guys fucking. Yeah, I'm kind of like they're TV ready. Yeah. You know, nobody lower dudes than like, like Riddick and Moss or, or Riddick and, and yeah. Sabatelli or whatever. Yeah, no, Riddick Moss is one guy. Riddick yeah, Moss I like him for some, for some reason. Riddick Moss got, I see something in him for some reason. Not Tino, but Riddick, I see something in for some reason. And then you got Laws coming back. You got McIntyre coming back. You got EC3 starting. You got Ricochet starting. You got Donovan Dijak probably starting soon. Like, they got a lot of fucking talent down there now. They got a lot of fucking talent. And then, you know, I mean, I guess these everybody can be the vocal point with the – and it should be that way. You You understand what I'm saying? Like, in terms of, like, you know, old school WWE booking, like, you had a certain level. You had the guys that 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 was intercontinental guys, and you had the guys that were world champion. To me, every like everybody shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Shouldn't get a turn as champion, world, you know what I mean? Right. Champion or whatever. Everybody shouldn't get a turn at that. You got guys in positions for what they need to be doing, and I think you know agreeing with y'all wholeheartedly. You know, with the terminology of WWE serving too many fucking masters, you know, on a on a on a um main roster, you know, as far as listening to us hardcores, you know what I'm saying? It's like we, you know, sometimes getting our own way as far as like thinking everybody deserves to be, you know what I mean, in the main event uh, mania or have a run with the title, and that's not it. That's not it to me. That shit diminishes. You know, lose theme, and yeah. I people choose. Y'all was saying earlier, as far as with Heyman, you know, was saying he was trying his fucking hardest to fucking get that title over, like it was, you know, the most important thing on earth. He did the damn good job, thought, even when Roman I came thought, out and told him pick it up, pick it up off the ground. I thought when Roman came out. Wow, 
Heyman's getting a little problematic with that promo, and he's like, you know, this yeah. is his bitch, and she's this, right. and she's that. Like, who knows? Only and thing he, that, only he, thing that. Did he cut that promo in this climate? <laughs> but it's yeah. wrestling. Nobody gives a fuck. Only thing I ain't really cared too much for. Was when he was like, uh, you know, Brock is who he is. Three sixty-five. Undertaker comes out and wrestles once a year for three sixty-five. You know who? You know what I mean? I say, regardless of how we feel about Taker now, that he should have fucking retired ten years ago. But and you know, in my mind, I wouldn't give a fuck. Taker, does, I mean, Taker could come and do that shit once a year. You talking about a guy that been fucking riding with the company? You know what I mean? Since before fucking Brock probably finished junior high school. You know what I'm saying? When they was fucking nobody was paying attention to him. When they when he was on Raw with fucking Mabel and, and, and fighting bums at Mania. You know what I'm saying? For the first half of his career. So you like him doing what he do. I mean, like at the end of the day, in terms of real life, like Brock ain't doing shit wrong. And storyline wise, you know what I mean? I I get it. You know what I'm saying? But any fucking guy, like, come on, try a fucking company give you a cam, you know what I mean, huh? An increase in your, uh, in your pay and tell you you don't have to work half of the days you working, but still, come on. Who the fuck wouldn't right. take a deal like that? Right. You must be fucking smoking crystal meth if you, if you wouldn't take a, a fucking deal like that. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing wrong, squeezing them out of fucking uh, money. They just they dumb enough to shit. pay They gave that shit up. Very willingly. Right, they're like, giving it to him willingly. Like, they paying this man buku bucks. This is what I want. They were like, here, no, no problem. Because obviously you motherfuckers that's out there, you know, four days a week busting your ass behind the curtain, y'all ain't drawing, so y'all need him. Hey, Cam, real quick, virgin maidens off the island of Crete, though? No, that's soap. Hey, you're not going to disrespect this soap, Okay. Focus important. Look in right. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. All right. So yeah, anything else, Mike? Before we get out of here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Last thing, I, I really, I mean, that fucking whole Ronda Kurt um thing. I really think they doing right by her, man. Like and. I'm glad, you know, they ain't have Kurt looking like a bitch or a sissy, you know, for too long. He just came right out yeah. and wanted, you know, wanted the fucking fight Triple H back, you know what I'm saying? Instead of them always fucking overpowering and undermining everything and everybody, you know. Ginger time is this only week three, so people are panicking. Some people are panicking or she rambling through a word. She trying to, it'll come to her. It'll come to her. Give her time. Now, if we at this point next year and we saying the same shit, then, you know, it should be some concern, but I think right. she'll be fine, though. And that's yeah, I'm really on that note, fellas. Well, it's a, yeah, and, and appreciate the call, uh, as always, Mike. It, it's a different context, but remember, like, AJ Styles' first six months' worth of, worth of promos. You know, because all, all of a sudden, AJ was cutting, like, it was just like, oh, AJ's cutting promos. And then it was like, oh, shit, AJ's cutting promos. You know, yeah. so even a guy that's been doing it 15 years can get in a situation and and 
and, and, and excel, become better, or, or start doing his best work, give I, I'd say, yeah, give Rhonda some time. She's, uh, that's not her character. Her gimmick was, yeah, I'm used to being in front of live, adoring, or rabid crowds, but I never had to stand here and, you know, talk. Her thing was, you know, get these hands and, and that's it. And she didn't have a ton of work. Like, that was her whole, like, a lot of her knock on her was, you know, give the media something. Yep. Outside of, like, a sit-down, like, profile. I mean, like, in the moment, before, after, fight, training, whatever. She wasn't, like, a big big promo. Her Her style and her undefeated stuff sold her fights. And if yeah. that she's, you know, good looking. That helped for sure. Yeah, and, and, uh, but and now so she's gotta start uh, she's gotta add something to her to her game that she hasn't had to do. So she's you know, it's only fair to give her some give her some time. And if you take each appearance, you know, uh face value, they're all better than the last. Her demeanor, her you know, her body language, everything, it, her actual promo, everything gets better. So that's a good sign. She's she's getting better. She's getting more comfortable. You know, in three months she should be just – in three months I doubt we'll even be uh, – we'll just be talking strictly about whatever feud she's in. Not – is she still not comfortable on the mic? Is she still, you know, not completely comfortable in, with the character or pro wrestling or whatever? Yeah, sometimes you got to give people time. Yeah. No, right there with you. Um, and, yeah, they're not in the mysterious woman business. They're not really in the mysterious character business at all. Everybody has to have a personality. Everybody has to be able to do so much press and promo and and skit time. So, yeah, um, it's going to take some time. But I, I like that she can do the go from – Genuinely happy to be their smile to the I'll mess you up face. I think that is or, a talent in of itself. Or, actually, she did the other way. Like she went from you know uh, slamming Stephanie around and, and and doing that with the mean look to, and then she put the smile on and 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 it was totally like on purpose. Like because she's clearly conscious of the big cheese grin and all that because. Mm-hmm. I don't think you do that if you're not aware of the criticism. Like, why she had a stupid smile on her face the whole time? <clears throat> so she was like, hey, I just kicked all this ass. Now we're smiling, right? Like, and I was like, oh, okay, I can work with that. I can, I can, I can, I can buy into that. And it shows that at least he's possibly, you know, listening to, you know, criticism. Not that you got to live your life, uh, uh, you know, by what the what, what fans think or what you hear on Twitter or whatever. For fuck's sake, no way. But it shows that she's, uh, you know, not completely above uh, taking taking criticism and and and, and, improve, and taking it and, and improving on it on herself. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, all right. Let's read this Carlos uh, email. Carlos from Florida. Uh, how's it going, Cam and Trav? It's Carlos from Florida. I have one question. Uh, with all the personal problems Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, is having, do you think his feud with Matt Hardy is to delete the Bray Wyatt character for good 
and have Wyndham take a six-month or so sabbatical uh, to fix his personal problems and come back as an entirely new character. Anyway, that's all I have. Oh, sorry. Anyway, that's... Yeah, I think that's what he's going for. (laughs) That's all I have. Uh, You take care. Keep up the great work. Appreciate that, Carlos. Um, A six-month sabbatical is a little much for what they do. Uh, But some time off and coming back with a different character, reviving Husky Harris. (laughs) Bring out the cowboy boots and, and 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 the small trunks again. Maybe. I mean, that's not Husky Harris, but the character change, uh, it's possible. possible they're just like, you know what? This character's going nowhere <laughs> fast. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so he come back as a, you know, fat tax man, you know, IRS, the second. Let me say this really quick. Um, Because I still have the network on. Yo, Ivory has like a top, maybe a top five female physique in WWE. Like, period. Like, she was, she's a beast. I mean, she kept her her stomach in particular was like really impressive, you know. Because you just know at a certain age it's hard to do and keep a certain look. And, uh... And, and and that hyper that environment in 1999, especially you know where it was just you know, it's cheese, you know, you know cheese, like in crazy shape, like wow. Uh-huh. Um, listen, Bray Wyatt can't afford to be off TV. High as that child support is. <laughs> well, he's still getting his downside. Nowhere. And nah, I don't, nah, I don't think he's selling a ton of merch. I need all the dates, dog. I need all the dates. <laughs> I need I these house shows. These autograph signings. Onies to buy. I got expensive liquor to drink. I don't know, Carlos, if it's something that they can give up on. Um, you know, I, I, I think they have such confidence in what he is. I think it might be an adjustment to um, – and number one, Kylan's a liar, by the way, because there was no ricochet on his show. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they BB2 don't – chili. Oh, my up. God. Are you – wait. I'm sorry, Ken. Did you, are you – do you still have the network on in the background? Yeah, I'm watching – I have it on mute. <laughs> Why will it's Pulp Fiction – why did he get hit with tomatoes? Why is there a lion? What's happening here? <laughs> but look at the list. Wow. No, I see that now. Snowy yeah, Janetti. Oh, this is this is Stone Cold explaining the character. Okay. Why is his wife literally the queen of England? Shivering Steve Frosten? <laughs> Stevie too chilly, snow dust, frost bite, B-Y-T-E, Jack Frost, ruthless aggression, <laughs> the big snow, ice pock, snowy Janetti. <laughs> snowy Janetti. Snowy Janetti. Isaac Sage. I don't get that one. Iceberg. Autobot. Ice Dagger. Oh, Fang no. McFrost. Like... How do you? 
Ralph Snow. So a bunch of them were just plays off of people they already had on the roster, which is awful. Just a big, bizarre aficionado. It don't get no more suck-ass than that. <laughs> uh, he just shaved his head one day. And he did have, like, a mustache for a while before he settled on the goatee. That's facts. Story time. Man, was it? No, they ended NXT at 7.47. I feel like Kylan knew that was going to happen, and the joke was on us. Thanks, guy. <laughs> Wait, you thought the, the thing was going to get announced today? Or... Or Ricochet was... Oh, wait, right, he did say Ricochet showed up. What the fuck? How about that? What the hell, Kylan? All right. Uh, All right, appreciate that, uh, Carlos. Let's uh, head back to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's talk to Willis. I think that's Willis. Willis, what's happening? What up? Nothing much. Nothing. Same old, same old bullshit. Just a different day. That's about it. Um, am I the only one that's not really, truly excited about WrestleMania this year? Because to me, it feels like the most predictable card with the most predictable endings so far with a lot of the matches that they get hyped up at the moment. So, WrestleMania. Before we get going too far, what WrestleMania that you can think of offhand you went into expecting to be surprised? Uh, WrestleMania 30. And, and right, that was in a bad way. You're like, okay, we t- here we go. They're about to screw Brian. So, you know, that was okay. sure. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, when, when I hear, and, and not you in particular, Willis, when I hear people say WWE is so predictable right now, WrestleMania is predictable, my response is always like, what television show isn't, that isn't a sport? Like, to me, things always do kind of travel along a path, and you just hope the story they tell on the way is good. Not the other way around. Like, right, I don't and you might not know specifics. Like, oh, you know there's going to be twists and turns, and somebody's going to tur- stab their, t- you know, stab somebody in the back, or somebody's going to turn turn good and save the day. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's just, oh, I hope they do this, predict this format in a way yeah. that's entertaining. Yeah, me thinking again, that I, um, like, yeah, I, I don't understand like, what WrestleMania wasn't, like, Predictable. Yeah. Like, did you think, you know, uh, uh, you know, Undertaker was going to beat Roman Reigns last year? And then it'll say, well, that's a, a part of my point. <laughs> but and I just say all yeah, that to I mean, say, it doesn't affect my level of excitement, thinking that I know probably what's coming. Like, I'm I'm excited for the atmosphere and the, and the feel and the vibe. Like, it's not so much that I think. I'm going to get swerved or something brand new is going to occur. It's just, you know, it's just an event. Like, I, I, but I understand it. Like, if you're not a fan of Roman Reigns being in the main event, you're not going to be a fan of a show where he's the centerpiece. Like, I, I get it. I'm just like, right. I, I don't, I, think what I don't like, I, I don't like the fact that Seth Rollins and Finn Balor 
are two parts of a triple threat match. Like I, I don't know what else you can do about that, but I that's my gripe right now because I'm just like them being the. Uh, I mean, really, I don't know if you can say they're the the focal point of that match. I feel like Miz is still the focal point of that match, and they're kind of splitting the the opposition heat. Uh, but that's my only thing at this point, like knowing that that's going to be a thing where I feel like I wish both of them were doing more. But other than that, I'm just like, yeah. It's just yeah. that the build hasn't been great. It's also, you yeah. know, we still got, you know, five shows apiece, five Raws, five Smackdowns, I think, maybe four, four and four. So, I mean, the build is happening. Look, I'm, this isn't like previous, like, uh, was it last year? Or the one where, like, for uh, the one we went to in Dallas. That shit was corny as fuck. The build to WrestleMania 32 was trash. You know, Lesnar, Dean, uh, Roman, Triple H. You know, it wasn't fire. None of that was good. You know, maybe the women's stuff was 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 okay. Charlotte and Becky and them. You know, it was just they were all just one. The big problem with that was they were just a, a glom of of women. They were just. You know, everything they did, it was them together. It was the Women's Revolution ladies, Becky, you know, Becky, Charlotte, and, and Sasha. This was before Bailey. So I just, huh? yeah, there's been worse in very recent memory. This, I'm, I'm actually okay. I, in three weeks, I could, I could, it could be opposite. I could be like, man, this, this bill sucks. It's, you know, not as good or whatever. But right now, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine with. You know where where things are and where they're headed. Again, it's WrestleMania. It's it's one of the most predictable cards or or, or uh, yeah, cards of the year. Yeah, they're not going to be swerving people in 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 at WrestleMania. Like the big the big baby face is going to win. The, the feud is going to culminate. Whatever, whatever. I mean, yeah. It's just, you know, Roman Reigns is in the main event again for the, you know, fourth or fifth year in a row, and, you know, that's that's where I, I get the feeling where your biggest, uh, your biggest gripes comes in. Me? I just, SmackDown has just been so nothing, and yeah. with the Sesame yeah, Street, with the Sesame Street words flashing across Every time somebody do a damn promo now, looks so fucking retarded. It's it's, it's like they treat yeah, the people twelve years. I did itself. It's just like with the screen. They're not the screen reactions. The crowd shots reactions. Like the idea, in and of itself, isn't a bad idea. It's that they then overdo it to the extreme. Like, fam, you, like, Braun Strowman almost doesn't need to do these videos. He definitely doesn't need to do these videos with cute graffiti uh, words flashing on the screen. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I just so it's just like, figure out who that shit. stuff works for, because 
I wasn't mad when because I don't watch a mixed match, so I didn't see that that's where it came from. So the first time I saw the big words was that Usos promo from about three weeks ago, where it was a pre-tape and they were like walking through a warehouse and it was all grimy and shit. And I was like, oh, that was cool, that worked. But for Braun Strowman, it don't work. For John Cena, it don't work. That's it's for Baron Corbin, it does not fucking work. <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> no, this ain't put that on everybody but Roman. One time with the Usos, it worked. I mean, pick your damn, you know, just, just, yeah. yeah it's not great. <laughs> no, notice they put it on everybody but Roman. He's the only one when he do a promo on the with the camera joint, he's the only one that don't get it. He was there for the taping, so don't get upset with Kylan. He didn't tell you wrong. Okay, so Ricochet, they just didn't air it. I'm I'm still mad. Whoa! That's his finisher? Yeah, you said. Woo! I saw him wrestle live once. I don't think he was doing that move. Holy smokes. 6.30? 6.30 cent on? Yeah. Yeah. So I got one question. Yeah. What are they going to do with Braun Strowman for WrestleMania? Is they going to stick him in the fucking, if they do the Andre the Giant man um, yeah. shit? Yeah, why not? I hope not. What else are you going to do with him? They, I don't, fuck, I don't know. They done fuck so many people over. It's like, damn. I don't know what shit. Put him in the damn Andre thing. thing and just have him throw out a bunch of people, if not everybody, and win that trophy. And there's his WrestleMania thing. He don't have to have a big old spotlight match with a giant, with the Undertaker or or some, you know, like just look. I was thinking about this yesterday, like. Show. I mean, then because it's Braun Strowman, don't have it in the pre-show. That's all. Because it's, yeah. It's not Mojo Riley winning, winning. It's Braun Strowman. So put it on the main show. Everybody doesn't have to be on WrestleMania. Everybody doesn't have to have a WrestleMania main event. I I wish they would get back to the point. Like, like Nia Jax, unless, um, like, if the story was, if Asuka stays on Raw and faces Alexa Bliss, let's say... The whole idea of her going to SmackDown doesn't happen. She stays on Raw and she faces Alexa Bliss. Nia Jax should not have a shouldn't be at WrestleMania in any for in any in any way. She had her shot at No Way Out or uh, at Elimination Chamber, and she lost. She didn't get get it to be a triple threat, so she shouldn't be on the card. They shouldn't have some six-woman, eight-woman, ten-woman tag just so they could get Nia Jax on the card. WrestleManias were better when it you, when it was like, you got to work, you got to win, you got to, you know, to be on WrestleMania. Got to be your time, yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody don't... I mean, just imagine the people that were left off of WrestleMania 9 or WrestleMania 15 or any WrestleMania not in the last five or ten years where they where they have this obsession with getting everybody on. And if they didn't have this bullshit, 
because uh, it's all about making sure people get paid and all this stuff. But if they didn't have, if I just think if they paid people throughout the year and and you know they wouldn't have to, it wouldn't be this big deal for well I need my WrestleMania check. Like well be better and get on the main show, then you could get a WrestleMania check. You don't you just because you're in the company you're not. And then they buy it. They've 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 taught their talent to expect to be on WrestleMania. Invite all your family out. So remember three years, four years ago when JTG had to get his family, had to pay for his own family's flights out and stuff. Like so what? It's not your right to be able to fly your fucking family out just to have you know because it's WrestleMania. And I'm a JTG fan. Say JTG fan, and you know I'm I back him, and I'm I agree with most of the things he says as far, especially when it comes to how he was treated and all that. But goddamn, yeah. Anyway. It's just I don't know. It's just it's just a this year is just a a wonky book WrestleMania. But at least I got AJ versus Nakamura, so. I haven't really been seeing the build on SmackDown, so that's not ruining it for me because I barely watch SmackDown on Tuesday, maybe like okay. the first hour, and then that's about it. But I've seen it enough to see that goddamn writing on the wall every time somebody talks. So. <laughs> see, what's going to happen now is Cena's going to beat AJ or win the six-pack challenge. Win his 17th championship, all that stuff. And then AJ's going to get his rematch on TV, lose, and then it's going to be Cena versus Nakamura at Mania. I hope <laughs> not. <Nobody> <laughs> Ain't Ooh, no dream man, match. Man, shit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince do that. I would not be surprised if Vince do that shit just so Roman don't. His match don't look bad because Nakamura and AJ, that match is just going to blow everybody else's off the whole damn show, basically. So well, I wouldn't be shocked. If it is AJ Nakamura, which I do assume, it's going to open the show. I hope not. And that it's going to be great. Even... No, it's going to be great. No. They go 28, 30 minutes or some shit like that, and it's going to be the opener. Watch. Man. Man, if they do that, I bet you people will walk out during the main event if if they did that to AJ I and Nakamura. I, I bet you people will be leaving the stands with Brock Man, and Roman Reigns if they do that. across the country or across the planet, spending thousand dollars on a ticket so they can fucking walk out. You go ahead and walk if out. They know, if they know the fucking ending, I bet you they'll walk out. Shit. To get, get, to get out of the arena early. Ain't nobody walking out. So, all right, Will. Uh, all right, bye, y'all. Talk to you. All right, take care, man. <laughs> nobody walking out. I forgot how Curtis Axel won that IC title. That was a good finish. Miz had the guy in the... Uh, figure four, and he came in and, and pinned the guy's shoulder, and Miz couldn't reach him to stop him. That was good. Mm-hmm. All right, last call of the night. Let's, uh, let's bring Darrell onto the air. Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's going on, you guys? What's, what's the deal, man? 
Cam, that's a PS4 that you have, man? Nah, uh, Xbox. Xbox? Nah, he ain't, he ain't grown up. Oh, okay, man. Xbox, what, one? Yeah. Well, I'm about to get you on camera, <laughs> homie. Real quick, somebody in this one group I'm in was like, she showed a picture of uh, a PlayStation, or no, an Xbox One in a, in a tub full of water. She oh, was I've like, seen that. She was like, yeah, what should I do? I thought my boyfriend was cheating, but if I, if I, I come to find out that, you know, it was just her, she mixed something up or read the wrong text or whatever. What should I do? And people in there like, put it in a bowl or a bag of rice. Like, <laughs> it's a fucking wow. electronics completely submerged. You talk about... A box yeah, of bag of rice. I was like, yeah, um, my home. <laughs> I was like, get him an. I said, get him a PS4 Pro like an adult. <laughs> yeah. I'll get him the I'll get him the Xbox X, the best no. um, game system out. Get an adult system. Have some shit That's with a stupid alien system. controller with X's and Y's on it. It is an adult system closest thing to a computer, a gaming computer that you can get. What they got and I have about. and I have both systems. I have both the PlayStation 4 and Xbox. What's oh, for Smart man doing his yeah. research. Yeah, I have both. Oh, I play both, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, uh, I'm overlooked that. But um, I play both because, you know, the Xbox, you get a better community. Like if you want to play games like Madden or 2K or you want to play like league games and stuff like that, it's just a better community of online gamers. PS4 had the best the best games like when it's visual or single-player games and stuff like that. So I have to get both fields. If you had to keep one, one got to go. One got to stay. Which one, one got to go? Yeah. Which one you keep him? <sighs> well, if I play with, if I want to play with friends, um, I keep the PlayStation Four. Xbox can go. Yeah. No longer in the leagues, man. So, because <laughs> people be whining and complaining, you get tired of cussing people out every day. But, hey, Cam, I'm going to get you a camera, man. I'm going to order you a camera, man, for you and your Twitch uh, properties. But you know what? So, I like I can do it. I just haven't done it yet because typically I have the computer in front of me and, like, I'm doing other stuff. But, yeah, no, um, I'll be doing that as soon as I get a chance to sit down and do it. Um, working the job I work. There just happen to be webcams just lying around that I can just, uh, you know, <laughs> pick up and kind of start to operate with. So, no, that's coming. But, um, yeah, it's going to be some time. We got – I feel like we're trying to set up, like, eight different things right now with YouTube and still doing shows and stuff. So, I mean, if you want to send me free things, I'll take them. But, yeah, we, we got that working. <laughs> yeah, man. We're always trying to find somebody something. Get out of here. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'm I'm investing in the product that I enjoy listening to. I feel that <laughs> like that. <laughs> but uh, 
to the wrestling thing, man. Um, going to the NXT thing and them adding new titles <laughs> or more titles, I think um, that's a good thing to me because of the talent that they have. And I don't really see them doing a big call-up because everybody been speculating for the past, what, five or six months that all these people supposed to be called up here, called up there. And I don't think it's going to be too many call-ups. So they're going to have uber talent. And even if they add an hour or 30 minutes, you still won't see everybody on the show every week. And they still can do the same format. It's just you um, you just have a certain group of people on each week. And you just have longer and you have more time to feature more people and make more stories. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, we can do. Um, like I said, that that's a pretty deep roster. Um, especially if it, it's weird for us to talk about them maybe losing an hour of television while also, you know, bringing more people up. Like it's a chance for them to have more action in NXT, especially if we had. I mean, technically, if if we're being totally honest, NXT would now have four singles titles. Like they have the NXT title, the women's title, the uh, European title, and the uh, North American titles. That's four titles. Um, There's definitely – well, one thing I kind of like about NXT, like you don't necessarily – and this is for the main roster too, but it's a bit different. You don't necessarily have to beat eight guys to be number one contender. Like sometimes this guy's been doing well, so he's going to challenge for this title. And you know it'll be a good match, and it'll be intense. So – yeah, I do think that they'll just kind of keep um, keep the roster they have, and you'll see different guys woven in and out to compete for titles. Um, yeah, especially if they only have an hour a week. Like, that's a pretty deep roster. And then when you have these these house shows, like, you have titles to defend at them now. So, you know, um, so, I, I kind of agree with you that I don't see a lot of people, a lot of people moving up, but it is a chance for – people to team up and to have a few more singles feuds going. Well, well, there are two things. Who do you, number one, who do you think wins the initial uh, North American title? And, and, okay. And to go back to what you said about not, uh, you know, not doing call-ups. So people said they were going to, this person was going to get called up and nothing happened. Yeah. Well, they're usually nothing. Typically, the call-ups happen after WrestleMania. Yes, so just because a bunch of people got the call-ups wrong throughout the fall and winter doesn't mean there isn't going to be any call-ups. There's no way but, that Almas is down is in NXT and come the summer. I don't I, think there's I'm a, I think like the way it better fit them if they're there for at least two years. If you and showing that and proving that they can draw and they can carry a brand or carry a show, just thinking off of how Vince thinks. Because the guys who get hot all of a sudden and Vince and you expect him to push, he don't push those guys right sometimes. And it just gives you a little bit of staying power so you can show that you can do what you can do and you get comfortable and not not leaving NXT is not so bad because everybody agree that NXT is one of the best book shows 
throughout WWE. It's just doing the, like y'all was talking about Ricochet. I prefer Ricochet to do the Finn Balor thing by staying in NXT for two years, maybe win the title, keep it for almost a year or, or however many days, 200 days, show that he can he can be the man in the heavyweight division and then come up with that with that base, that fan base in the WWE system, not outside the WWE system. And he can maybe get the fan valor push, like what they was going to do with Finn before he got hurt with Seth Rollins. And you can do yeah. that with multiple guys when you add more time and a couple of more titles. Then people can have steps. And with the people in NXT and how they tell their stories, I'm pretty sure – their story making will be even better when they take you on, look at the journey that they just took you on with Johnny and added Chumper in it at the last second because now he's not injured anymore. And now Chumper got nuclear heat, super heat. Yeah. And the story and all of, and the story that they can tell, like if they bring um, Johnny back, it's a story that you can tell. You can tell another three to four months story of them just beefing and fighting. Like, every time I see you, you got to get these hands. I don't care if you're on the other side of the road, baby. We got to fight. Yeah. Which reminds me, last week on SmackDown during the uh, Aiden English-Nakamura match, remember Nakamura gets, like, thrown to the outside? like So he's ringside, and, and then Aiden distracts the ref inside. And then <clears throat> um, um, Rusev, like, just kicked him right in the side of the head. And, uh, you know, and it's like maybe threw him back in the ring or something. And then after the match, it just stood out to me because I was like, oh, Nakamura better, like, you know, like he's got to go after Rusev now. Like that man kicked you in the head and tried to cost you your match. And he just went up the ramp. Like, and I was like, that motherfucker kicked you in the head and tried to cost you the match. You don't have no words for him even? No smoke. No, yeah, nope. yeah. I mean, it had and nothing to do with anything. They were talking about. It just reminded me, like, why didn't he like go fuck his shit up, or at least get in his face? Like, yeah, you know, something to show that you ain't just a bitch ass. Because they had to wait till next week so they could set up, use that to set up the match for um that paper they had to come on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, but it would have, I think, added a little more. If Nakamura got up and uh, got in Rusev's face before after the match, and maybe refs had to separate him, and I don't know, you don't got to like go up to him, like just punch him dead and shit. That would have been okay too. Have the refs come out, like no, 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 keep this, you know, and Nakamura just lets them know, like yeah, I know what you did, punk ass motherfucker, kick me in the head, I still beat your boy. So yeah, it just would have, I think, for me personally, a little more juice. If he didn't just wait a whole week and go, I'm challenging you, and then be cute with the Nakamura, you know, it was cool though. Nakamura, that whole, yeah, that was that was that was fun. But if he just had a little more edge to him, that Nakamura would be the shit. And he's just so go along, get along, just taking a little something. Only if he was the king of strong style and going out there showing real strong style. But hey, <laughs> he's the artist, so <laughs> he got to be that way, I guess. And um, to talk about what y'all was speaking about, John Cena, um, I think John Cena just lose, just lose. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping that Samoa Joe, who keeps teasing like he's back and he's healthy, 
comes back and choke out Cena on Monday. And then oh, he beats Cena at Mania. Oh, my God, that would be spectacular. And he knows what I said to Greg Park just, two look, weeks ago. Look, plantar fascia is nothing to fuck with. I, I dealt with that shit. I hammer. I think it was during soccer, my senior year, and luckily I was a goalie, so it wasn't like I was had to run all over the place. It is no joke. It is really hard to to walk, let alone get in there and wrestle. And I was, you know, a hundred and fifty pound, seventeen year old, not a you know two hundred seventy pound, damn near forty year old dealing with that. So, so it's if he can tough that out for like even if it's like you know what Joe you're going to go back on the shelf for for May and June or April and May, but or not but it will be not them saying it to Joe if he goes look I can do this if I can get some time afterwards I can get through it and have then I think they should go with that because anything not to have. I don't want to see John Cena versus The Undertaker. I absolutely do not. It's not something that I'm. Uh, and I'm that I'm. Uh, I'm with you, Travis. I'm with you, and I you wanted know. to hurt it. Everybody hearts who uh, keep wishing for that match. This old man who, for the past four or five years, showed y'all he he need to be retired. But uh, and what is it going to do? Isn't John Cena got to go away? Um, don't you got to hurry up and start filming this Bumblebee movie that comes out in December? They already gave it a date. <laughs> so, Wait, it's don't you got to go away? They haven't even started shooting? Yeah, come out December this year. Oh. So, don't you got to go away huh. and film? You would imagine. I know he got blockers um, come out the weekend before WrestleMania. That's another big movie for him. So I think it's time for John Cena to do his go away thing, his part time status thing, and go promote his movies. Because if you would think, this should be a big year for him in that arena. And unlike Wine and um, Roman, hey, if I got the chance to make more money and I made a better deal than you, shit, right. fuck what you talking about. Sure, bro. I'm going to get this money. If I'm a bitch because I'm getting money, then I'd rather be a bitch than a broke-ass bastard. (laughs) Well, because you can't make the money that I make. So I be that every day. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... uh, I'm not... uh, it isn't um, saying bitch and getting people to, ah, those people who still act like kids when they hear cuss words on TV, like, ooh. Like, <laughs> that's such a cheap way to get people to root for you or cheer for you. Like, you can't say nothing educated enough or clever enough to get people to hook, hook in and get behind you. I just always thought that was a, a cheap way to get some for those 40, 50-year-old men who still act like kids when they hear cuss words. Because after enough cuss words, after you done been around people who cuss too much, cussing don't seem, man, ah, like how they was doing it in the Attitude Era. When I listen to that stuff now, I'll be like, damn, man, that's just stupid, man. Every other word is dick, fuck, shit. Come on. <laughs> I need something different in my life. 
Wait, uh, real quick, Cam, are you still? Do you still have the network on in the background? No, I do not. Okay, okay, right. You're playing, or yeah, you're doing Twitch. Um, they're doing. There's like this game night segment where this looks fucking fun as hell. Uh, so it's three on. It's one on one on one. <clears throat> it's three people. It's Miz, Miz, Zack Ryder, and Dolph Ziggler. And Zack Ryder went first. And it's basically charades, but they give you a superstar, a wrestler, and a topic. And his was uh, Ultimate Warrior Art Dealer. <laughs> so you got to basically get people to guess. Obviously, the wrestler part is easy. You just, you know, go into, a, you know, the over-the-top mannerisms and stuff. So you got to be Ultimate Warrior trying to sell art. And then Miz's was Gold Dust as a debt collector. Like, fam, this looks kind of lit. Like, <laughs> you get some drinks and some people, <laughs> a bunch of wrestling oh, fans. Have a fun oh, time. shit, wait, we might have to, we might have to arrange this at, uh, at our meetup in Dallas, or in New Orleans. And have that night, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. We can make some cards, like, now that could actually be really cool. Make sure y'all have to cut them cups out. Um, the um, single, DTL, all that other stuff too. That's a good party um, starter also. Okay. I see it on social media. Just if you got men and women in the room. Zach Ryder, like his guy's got to be like hanging on by like a thread, right? Yeah, you might have some dirt on somebody. Like, like Mojo passed him up. Like that, that tells you a lot. Yeah. Yo, is Gronk gonna sign? Do you think that's like a real thing, or is just him? Like, you know. I mean, I mean, are you are you? He's so young looking. You forget like. How many playoff runs he had? He's had, so he's played a lot of games. Um, been yeah. injured a lot. I mean, you know, it'd be a good. I feel like he'd fit right in. You know, he's just a naturally gifted athlete. Um, no, I don't know. All right, all right. It's eight damn thirty. Let's get out of here. Appreciate the call, Darrell. Peace out, you guys. Yes, sir. All right, man. Talk to you. All right, so that uh, <clears throat> wraps up another uh, live portion of the East Coast cast. Uh, free folks, that's it for you guys. We're done. We'll be back next week. Uh, same time, same channel. Hopefully, you know, I'm a lot less stuffy. Uh, VIPers, click over. Rich and I will have bought you another hour or so of uh, of <laughs> VIP uh, East Coast cast. I don't know what we'll talk about, but you know, probably some more fast lane stuff. Um, maybe you know, Black Panther hitting one hundred nine hundred twenty million. Uh, I haven't read anything. I got a stack of comic books that I haven't gotten to. Oh, you read a bunch of X for it? Did you just get the get a get the urge? Just eh, let me just. Uh, no, nah, I was listening to. Uh... Chris and Palm doing um they do 
character corners on their podcast where they just kind of take you through the history and the major arcs of the characters they talk okay. about. They did a joint one for Apocalypse and Sinister, and I just I had been wanting to read that X Force. Oh, is that for why so you long. didn't think about Tom Cruise? No, Tom Cruise is trash. Um, this was this was several. No, as Mr. Sinister, uh, I saw that somewhere like in a group chat earlier. Oh, that, no, people said that he played a good Sinister, but those those were unrelated, even though they overlapped. Um, but I've been wanting to read that since uh, Messiah Complex because Bishop was really a big part of some stuff that happened with Hope. But I like the idea of a black ops mutant team that Cyclops really sent to kill people. And so, like, it's been a really interesting read um, just watching that team come together. So, yeah, hopefully I get through that. Uh, that's like volume three of X-Force and then uh, read Uncanny X-Force. Because, yeah, they're taking people out, man. It's just a fascinating read. It's really good. So Bruce put me on this week to a book called Crosswind, and he said it's Freaky Friday for adults, uh, basically, and I read the uh, synopsis, and and exactly that. Like, somehow these two people (laughs) of completely different personalities and, and, and jobs and genders, I think it's a, a man and a woman switch, and they switch bodies on some some weird shit. He said it's great, and so I reserved it. Um, so I'll hopefully get that in the next week and and, and, and read that. Um, yeah, is, is Domino in X Force? Is she a part of that? Yes. Yes, she, she is. is. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I ever since I saw her show up. At the end of, uh, in one of the uh, kind of sillier, whatever, one of the offshoot books of Secret Empire last summer, I've kind of been, you know, she was fine as fuck in purple and black or black and white, weird, I guess, like a domino. And I was just like, damn, she's fine as hell. She tried to snipe, she tried to sniper rifle somebody from like a mile away. And then they say, uh... Who do they want to play Domino on the in, on the screen? And that's kind of got me really interested in the character. I, I don't remember who the actress is who they want to play. Or, yeah, it's, it's, uh, or, 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 or Vanessa from Atlanta. Huh? It's Vanessa from Atlanta. Um, Zazie yes. Bates. Yes. Yes. So that right there just got me like, like oh, I gotta, I gotta. Uh, I need to find out more about Domino. And, you know, fine, ass-kicking female comic character. It's just right up my goddamn alley. It's really something so predictable. (laughs) Really, it's it's terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. Oh, maybe we'll talk about... uh, um, Didn't hear. Uh, Fuck. Anyway, whatever. Tune in and and rich and see if I remembered what to talk about. So uh appreciate your time, Cam, your energy, your 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 co hosting ship. Um yeah, that's it for us this week. Again, hit up the uh VIP portion and uh tune in to me and Rich. And uh until next week, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Later guys.